When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right right. i'm I'm so happy to talk to you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah my voice might be a little bit different because i've i've been a little under the weather for the past couple days Oh, what's what's wrong, baby? I don't know. I just I I feel like I have like a bit of a cold or something. It's been raining nonstop here in Florida, so <laughs> yeah, it's easy rainy season for y'all, ain't it? Yeah, it's monsoon season for the like the next three months. <laughs> oh goodness. Shoot. But no, nah, it 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 rained well, it rained today. Um it really didn't even rain rain. It just sprinkled but I know it's probably gonna storm strong. Um, probably later, what have you, but ah, shoot. The good thing is that it cooled off the back where I was at because <laughs> I work in the laundry room, so oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's always a plus. Just in Florida, it's always so hot and humid and sticky and gross. It's mm. very, it's, it's it's exactly what it what the state is. It's a swamp and it's just gross. I hate it. And it will rain with the sun shining. So now it's hot and sticky and it's raining. And then the rain activates like the mosquitoes. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, my God. And then probably after this start, it probably be so damn humid. Yes. And then now you're wet and gross and everything's muddy and people are sliding all over the roads, crashing into each other. And on top of that, now it's hot. You, you say, uh, you know what's funny? It was an old wise saying, I guess around here, I don't know if everyone heard it, that when the sun is out when it's raining, they're saying the devil, the devil beating his wife. <laughs> That's funny. I think I have heard something similar to that before. <laughs> it's just crazy some of the sayings, like, they might say, uh, like they used to say thunder, thunder when you hear thunder, it, it was the angels bowling. <laughs> it was yeah. bullshit I used to hear when I was a kid. I was like, Yes, or when it was raining that the angels were crying. Yeah, my oh, mom yeah. told me shit like that too. I told my mom one day, I said, Well, why ain't God pissing on everybody? <laughs> why can't he be pissing on everybody? <laughs> well, oh, God. We almost got a whooping that day for that one. <laughs> well, see, to me, I was 
I was, uh, I guess, a bit of a narcissistic kid. So when I heard that, you know, that rain was because angels were crying, and I, I automatically was like, are they crying because I'm sad? Did I make the sky rain because I'm sad? So now the angels are sad. And I would just like go back and forth in my head. I was like, who's summoning the rain? <laughs> Is it me? Yeah, that? I'm saying. <laughs> because it always seems to rain when you're sad. Yeah. I feel sad when it rains sometimes. And, you know, humans are like, what, with some like 80 some odd percent water. So mm-hmm. to think that things like the moons and the tides and all that and the rain doesn't affect us when we ourselves are predominantly water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think like certain weather, certain things that might happen, what's the retrograde they be talking about when shit go haywire. I do believe in well, stuff that do affect like humans in nature. Well, Mercury you know, retrograde only affects Mercury retrograde, yes. Yeah, people talk about that, but they don't understand. Mercury is what you got to worry about with technology. Saturn's the one. Saturn is planet of stability. That shit starts going backwards. Everything's about to go chaotic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we about to get into a lot of shit. This is about to be a jinkies of a show. So with that being said, <laughs> welcome to the Smokers Lounge, people, here on Anchor. It's perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All I got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get a profile today. I am your wonderful and gracious host, Kavanaugh of the Southern Channel, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Three wonderful sponsors I got to brag about. The first one being the Facebook LS community, LS Swirl. Next up, the hottest adult magazine in the game talking about eroticism magazine so go to eroticismmagazine.com and get yourself a subscription get it paperback and mailed to you or get it digital and you can just scroll and you know click buttons and look at nice tits and ass and last but not least but also melon owned i'm I'm talking about excitebunny.com go there today for your consumers a new place where you can consume your triple x content and for you content creators 90 percent profit healthcare, even got life insurance also you can actually talk to a human it is by sex workers for sex workers and no hashtag restrictions so whether you're a consumer or whether you are a content creator, just get a profile at excitebunny.com. Also, we're proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and get some shopping done as you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers, shops, and boutiques. Also, check us out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the SGP radio on the BGP LLC app, which you can download on your phone or access via your laptop or whatever device you have via the browser. And I am here with probably one of you, my fans, one of my fans' favorite smoke buddies. And she always makes me laugh. And plus, she got those beautiful eyes and nice tits. We're talking about Mila. Roman. Oh, say hello to everybody, baby. Hello, everyone. 
Oh my goodness. So where was we were talking about the Mercury record So why does everyone think it affects humans? Because when you hear people talk about it, it's like, man, please be going crazy and haywire and stuff. And they it, and it happens during that time. Cause see, I, I I don't know about planets and stuff like that. So maybe that's something you can tell me about. I'm all well, I'm I'm no astronomer, <laughs> but I do <laughs> I do dabble a bit in astrology. I think that um it's kind of like an ancient way of being able to make predictions about things and understanding the world around you. It's said that the three wise men in the in you know the story about finding the Messiah, they used astrology. Nostradamus used astrology to predict several things, including Hitler. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to pay attention to. And if you think of it in the terms of like the Big Bang Theory, right? We all, mm-hmm. the Big Bang Theory is, you know, that basically there's a big supernova, that star that exploded, and it created a universe, which can and does happen in multiple mm-hmm. universes. That also sounds similar biblically to the Tower of Babylon, where mm-hmm. we were all once the same and then suddenly we weren't, right? It sounds so, God said, okay, y'all think y'all think it do that much. So you speak Chinese, you speak English, <laughs> you speak Spanish. So for me, what I I feel like whatever science can't explain, religion's there to give you kind of like guidance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to give you faith where you don't have logic. And the two kind of balance each other out if you can accept that they coexist. But a lot of times, science will actually back up spirituality, which is basically what a lot of people view astrology as, is spirituality. So if you go based on the Big Bang and the Tower of Babylon and all these stories, it all comes down to oneness, right? We were all a single single collective. And then when our supernova happened, it created our, our universe. And our star, our sun, will one day do the same thing, right? So because we all used to be a collective, that's why we feel things that affect other people and feel things that are affected in our universe because our entire universe, ourselves included, used to be one. So if you think about it like that, like we were all once this big ball of energy and now we're like, think of it like a dough ball, right? We're all a pizza dough and you took little pieces, little balls of dough individually, right? And each one of those balls is us. And that's where people uh, have like terminologies of like soulmates and twin flames because a soulmate would be like a ball of dough that is similar, almost the same, but not quite to the other balls, to, to your ball, right? That's a soulmate, right? Soulmates can be friends. They can be family members. They can be coworkers. They, in, in a lot of times, they can be lovers. A twin flame is one of those smaller balls of dough that split into two with the intention of experiencing separation to once again experience oneness and that's what we describe a twin flame as because even science will back up that everything is energy and motion which means if you put a strong enough microscope on your hand you would see molecules moving around just vibrate so like a soulmate would be a vibration that's similar to yours whereas a twin flame would be a vibration that is identical to yours and there's only going to be one of those identical vibrations in the world and uh, and also like not everybody has one not everybody has a twin flame so that's kind of what attracts people i think to astrology is because astrology is using the planets 
which was once a part of the original collective and to predict certain things that, you know, and that's where like, you know, like the different astrologies come into play. So I think it's very fascinating, even if you don't believe it or not, I just think it's a very fascinating subject. And to learn, See, you know, I think I think the problem is that the world can't understand that two things can be true. Right, uh, they don't understand the duality of it, which is, yeah. which is, which is really sad. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, for for the people who are open minded, it's even if you don't believe it, it's just a fascinating subject to study yeah. because does say that everything is energy and motion, and it is true. If you have a strong enough microscope, everything is yeah. emotion. And it, and if you think about it from a spiritual thing, like uh, like remember the movie, I know this is probably a bad example to use Disney, but the movie Pocahontas, she says mm-hmm. everything has a spirit and a name. But mm-hmm. that would also be the same thing as that oneness, that collective, everything is energy and motion. And if you can tune into that and connect to that energy, mm-hmm. you'll understand what's going on. So when Mercury is in retrograde and is fucking up all the technology or with Saturn's in retrograde and people are starting riots and fires and shit because, you know, and you don't understand on a singular level, you don't understand as an average human just going through the motions of life, why these things are happening. But, and a lot of people, they look at astrology just based on like sun signs, but really, and it's funny because they look at the sun sign to to dictate who they should like date and stuff. But it's funny because your moon and your Venus are actually way, way more important because that explains and how you powerful. right because that explains how you process emotions and also how you like to be loved in return. So it's it's interesting to me that people always go based on sun signs. Sun signs is like the cliff notes of you. It's like mm-hmm. a generalization. Not everything's going to resonate. Not everything's going to apply. So, like, so explain to the viewers, the listeners. I'm getting used to these videos. <laughs> <saying viewers. laughs> uh, sun signs. The difference between sun signs and you know. Well, it's it's based on your birth chart, so you can find your whole what's called natal chart. There's mm-hmm. usually websites where you can do it for free. You need your date of birth. You need um, your uh, time of birth. And you know, okay, and all that. <laughs> yeah. So without the exact time of birth, you can get the left side of the natal chart, which is like your sun and your moon and your Venus. But once you start getting into your nodes and your ascendant and descendant, you're gonna need the um you're gonna need the right side of the chart, which is where the time of day. But your location is also important because somebody born on the same day, for example, in Japan, same day, same time as you here in America, you're not gonna have this you're not going to be synonymous you're not going to be exactly the same because the location of where you were on the planet is different, different. and it, it if it affects you know what what happens with your ascendant descendants and stuff like that um i'm based i i have aquarius five times on the left side of my chart alone <laughs> and the rest, <laughs> the rest is mostly capricorn so um i i'm i'm, I'm like aquarius sun aquarius moon and venus and capricorn so I'm a public threat, basically. <laughs> that's, that's she said she, said she shows out the public, God dang it, yeah. I better watch out. Well, 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 air signs in general, which are your uh, Aquarius, Gemini, Libra, air signs in general get a really, really bad rap in the um, in the astrology community, particularly Gemini, Aquarius, because 
they can't be tamed. <laughs> they're like they're like the wild cards of the deck. Um, whereas you know, uh, whereas Pisces, Cancer, and Sagittarius are more uh, of your those are more of your emotional but stable signs. I would say. And I don't know what it is about cancers wanting to refunctuate their fucking house all the time. That's a thing. <laughs> it's just crazy because they used to say that. Uh, well, I read in a book that my only compatible one was a cancer. That's oh it. dear. That's it. Oh but see, but see, is it is it a June cancer Jeez, or a July cancer? Because for me, I get along with May Gemini's more than I mm-hmm. do uh, June Gemini's. I have met a couple June Gemini's now, like through the industry, and it's it's never fun. <laughs> it's always some bullshit. And I, when they talk about Gemini's being possessive, I swear to you, it's the June ones. It's the June one. Like, I said, it's just the whole month of June for me. It's just garbage. I don't want the cancers. I don't I, want the gems. Like, the whole I, month. See, see, I, see, I got to read it. I'm trying to think because I can't remember the birthday of the cancers that I dated. But, um, like, with oh, me, I, I, I can't. I'm a, it was a disaster. <laughs> at the same time, my because best he, friend is, my, one of my best friends is a cancer. And she's, hmm. You know, but she does have some similarities to my ex. So, like, mm. she ha- every time I come over to her house, her room is refunctuated. That I drives me nuts. Like, nothing's ever in the same spot. Like, she has to rearrange the furniture every week. It's really weird. Uh, they constantly need emotional validation. They're very clingy, very, very sensitive. I had to put that was my friend. I was out. She has a cancer. So yeah. let me see here. That's so the, for, for the, sure. the girl that okay, and and that was which part of the month for the that cancer? Because mine was the, the cancer I dated. She she was a clingy. She, she probably was the opposite. She she was the opposite, but she was a cancer. You get where I'm coming from. She's July twentieth, so she wasn't a June one, but mm. she's but so she had but see my ex was like that too. He was super uh, clingy, had to rearrange. He would never clean, but he would rearrange all the furniture all the time. Mm. And with her, I can deal with it because I don't fucking live with her. But living with somebody like that who would just leave a mess all over the place, but then the move, but then move the furniture, it, it drives me fucking nuts like up the fucking wall like that shit crazy it's famous like horrible crazy and the constant need for emotional validation they usually do that by cheating or seeking out attention from people on the internet um which she does it too but she does it in more of a like posting a picture kind of way whereas you know he he did it in a more toxic level um so it, it and honestly the maturity of the person is going to have a lot to do with uh, them as a person more so than their astrology chart ever will because mm-hmm. you have what the universe has deemed them to be and then you have like the nurture part of it so a lot of it has to do with environmental things so which can go both ways it can either make them better or have more trauma and issues <laughs> <laughs> so, and for most of us trauma let's be honest for most of us there's 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 some deep rooted psychological issues going on beyond yeah, this. I don't think there's what is really sanity actually. This <laughs> what is really sanity to me, to if you want to be honest. To me, sanity oh sanity is serenity. Seren- sanity to me is serenity. It's clarity. It's that feeling of 
warmth and that feeling of home. Like when you're around people who make you feel like you're home, even when you're out in public, that is, that is sanity to me. It's environmental. It's not something you can acquire on your own because think about it. What do they do with crazy people? They lock them up in a room by themselves. So clearly as a singular, you cannot be sane. And humans in general are uh, social creatures. Even for people like myself who would rather stay in my cave and like only only have so much of a socialization limit. And mm-hmm. I map mine out, by the way, I go into exotic. So I was done by day two. I was just like, nope. Yeah, I wonder if you went to this out in Miami. I did. I did. It was a very roller coaster experience for me. I learned a lot and I did make some connections and I did get to know some people I'd seen in passing at Xbiz a little bit better, which was nice because I, I, I like connecting with people that I normally only see on the internet. Um, because I'm a psychopath and I like to psychologically analyze everybody. <laughs> So I, got- I mean, it, it, you kind of can't help it because even with me, like my mama used to tell me, she used to teach me to be observant, and she was like, "You should be able to learn." Watching, yeah. yeah, you should learn what a person is within the first five minutes of a conversation. Mm. You know, you- like I could talk to somebody, I could see, okay, you full of shit. No, you legit. You cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> I mean, I've been wrong before don't get me wrong but now that i've been like tuning into it more and paying more attention and actually putting in the fucking effort i can peg people's intentions from the start and let me tell you something i know i've told you this before but being right all the time sucks yeah actually it does yeah I (laughs) i mean i know we've had this conversation before but just you know sitting there and watching people's body language and being able to see the whole story past present and future just by observing people it's kind of like having like a superpower nobody asked for but i did it to myself (laughs) over years and years of conditioning um and but you know overall i would say day one was great day one was stressful and rushed and i drove for like four and a half hours to get there um but you know the night ended very well for me the next morning started off great and then just like mid-afternoon, I just got this icky feeling. I'm like, oh, some shit's about to go down. And then it did. <laughs> I had to leave. I had to leave. There was so much audacity in the air in Miami. Just like the people in Miami are so horrible. I can see why people don't go to that particular exotica. Mm. I love the Jersey exotica. I will always go there and get an opportunity. Uh, like I, I do I not been like been. the Miami one. I don't. And they were so nice to me. Like I didn't even. I I wasn't even invited. I just showed up and they gave me a wristband. Mm-hmm. And they were they were super sweet to me. And see, see people, that's pretty privilege right there. That's pretty privilege. To be, I mean, to be fair, I go to all the events and people know like. At this point, I, know, but I know they know they'll be like, oh, it's her. Give her, it's her. No, it's Give it's her. not like they recognize me like that. I just showed up with my friend who had a booth the first mm. day. So because of that, they like they recognized me the next day. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll just give you one. I was like, all right, cool. Because I was just going to keep sneaking in because that's what I did the first day. I just went <laughs> out without a wristband. Mm. It was like Friday. I don't feel like I need to check in for that shit anyways. So um, how, many, is how many outfit changes did you do? 
I only did three. I did one for every day. And then Sunday I was only there for an hour and I just, mm-hmm. I did not have a, a great night the night before. It was kind of, um, well, it was good in a way, but also very taxing on me mm-hmm. uh, mentally. So like, I was just kind of like, ugh, I gotta go turn into a bad bitch. I don't want to, I want to stay in my pajamas. <laughs> But I did it anyways because um, I wanted to be there to, like, support my friend with her booth. And, uh, you know, she had had a rough night, too. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I actually I actually woke up that morning. Like, yeah, because that was Sunday. Okay, so I woke up that morning and I drove my friend to one of her orgy shoots, which was interesting because I thought I was going to be able to nap in the room next door. Mm-hmm. Turns out 13 people fucking is really, really loud. Okay, what the <laughs> hell made you think? Okay, <laughs> even my ass that can sleep through a fucking hurricane out this bitch will be waking up every two minutes. Because that's 13 people pounding on one <laughs> I, you, know, you know, it's porn, so like they're excessively loud too for the, you know, the audio. <clears throat> but like, That's one thing I could never do was a gangbang. What? To this day, I could no. The reason why, because I'm sorry, I don't like fighting over pussy. It's one thing if I'm doing a threesome, I might go as far as three dudes and one chick. You feel me? But I'd be damned if I'm gonna be over there jerking off. <laughs> Wait for well, my yeah, turn. There, was, there was plenty. Well, there was there was 13 people, but like uh, one was like a lesbian couple. So like there, mm. so it was kind of even. It was kind of even for everybody had. Everybody had a hole to fill, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. The footage I've, I've so, seen. So it's two girls or one? What do you mean? There was like two. There was like a lesbian couple. Like they were married. Oh. oh. Yeah. So like uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like so the the chick to dick ratio wasn't an issue. There was definitely yes. everybody had a hole to fill. It wasn't anything like that. I, I've seen the previews from the footage of that shoe, mm-hmm. and it looks like it. They did some crazy acrobatics in that in that film. Oh yeah, I, you got to because no, like, no, you don't. That's you don't. It, but but, but if, if, if you want to, if you want to really show off in a game bang, yeah, because it's kind of like you just sitting there hitting doggy style, and you just you just doggy style. It's it's, it's kind of gonna get boring after. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not saying just stay in doggy style, damn, but yeah. you don't have to be doing cartwheels on the dick and shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, we're not talking about no shit. They, we're talking they about different us. levels. We're talking about different <laughs> levels of acrobatics. Yes, I, I can, I'm talking I can about figure like, match what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, like upside, like, handstands and, like, standing up to fuck and all that shit. Oh, That's yeah. It. Yeah, no. Um, and I, I get it. I get it. It's aesthetically pleasing and you don't actually get to see a lot of that because mainstream porn doesn't do it. So it was, it was actually kind of cool to be in the other room listening to the screams and then to see the final product on social media. So I was like, I was like, ah, see that closed door. That's where I was (laughs) thinking I could sleep. She said, I am not watching it. I'm getting a nap in (laughs) Well, it was like nine AM and I'm I'm a nocturnal person, so it was like <laughs> I thought I could sleep. There was a bed and pillows and an iPhone charger right next to the bed. Like it was it was a great setup for a nap, except for the screaming in the next room. Oh I know God. now to bring headphones or earbuds and it was actually very, very cold, so I will also be blink- bringing a blanket the next mm. time I'm chaperoning somebody to an orgy shoot. 
God. I just, I want to do an orgy shoot. An orgy shoot, gangbang shoot, or what have you. Um, and, I think like, you commentate, and, you, and, and, and I mean, I'm commentating how, this shit. Think about how happy the Greek gods are. The Greek gods loved orgies. That's the whole point of the New Year's Eve kiss. It's actually supposed to be New Year's Eve orgy, and then it's we've reduced it down to a kiss. But it's supposed to please the gods and please Saturn. So think about yes. how happy the Greek gods are right now with that orgy shoot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's funny. It's funny you said Greek gods. I was just thinking to myself, like, <laughs> Zeus had to be the baddest god when it comes to women and macking than any other god. In Zeus is the reason why men have audacity. Because Zeus because has me, audacity. First, he, he marries his sister, and then he just fucks like, everything. Fucking all fucks around with the mortals and shit. No, you back a chick as a bull, <laughs> not as Hera, the human self, the bull. It, it's not like Hera was into being a cuttress, like. She, she definitely wanted her husband to like not fuck around with mortals. So it's like you could have married literally anybody else. You could have just stayed a bachelor god. Like that whole story trips me out. And you know, it's like it's like the story of Hercules, right? We've all been yeah. brainwashed on Disney's version. You know, Hercules mm. cheated on Megara profusely after she went through all that bullshit for him to the point where it drove her to the point of insanity where she started killing off their children. Yeah, see, see like, they don't talk about the parts of, of the mythology. Because <laughs> <Nobody laughs> if you want to be honest, part. a lot of the motherfuckers was fucked up. Because, yes, Zeus, for Greek gods, for gods in general, was probably the first absentee father. <laughs> absentee father, man. He, he like a motherfucker. He, he checking every now and then. <laughs> Listen, and, and that's why Persians didn't like that motherfucker. <laughs> I know. Hades doesn't sound so bad now, does he? Let's, let's, let's see. Oh like, shit, Hades! And Hades kidnapped the chick. <laughs> I mean, at least he had a goal. Zeus is just out here, like me, me, make more of me. I'm a nurse. Oh my god, it's just crazy. Then when I think about like the Norse gods, he's like Odin was a true dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was a true dad. You had to give it to him. Even to the point he adopted uh the the, the son of a king that he had to kill. It was the ice king that was Loki was. Yes. I do know my mythology. I was in mythology. Yeah, Ooh, Loki, in college. Loki still ended up with an inferiority complex from that, so I don't know. <sighs> If he was a great dad under that. But, you know, parenting's hard. I'm not saying parenting's easier for deities because obviously I am one. So, (laughs) parenting's just kind of one of those things you figure out as you go along. No one's really great at it. There's always going to be, like, dark family secrets. There's always going to be that one time you accidentally dropped the baby, you know? Like, it happens. (laughs) Man, shoot. Kids. (sighs) You love you love them when they're babies. Then you be ready for them to get out the house. And when they get out the house, yeah, it's the Mister Fuckers. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. None of that. Really oh no, you you, yeah, because mine um. No, I'm I agree. I agree. 
No, I well, I breathe the same way a DT breathes. Mm. Me, me, make more of me. Okay, I made more <laughs> of now. Somebody else take over. Yeah. That's all right. There's some of my favorite stories. It's speaking about mythology stuff. Uh, um, I, do you keep up with like the movies, all that Comic Con, all that good stuff? How are you going from movies to Comic Con? Are you talking about like the new Thor movie? I haven't seen it yet, but uh, sure, I'm mad I haven't seen it yet. Um. I'm waiting for it to come on HBO Max if it makes HBO Max out of that where I can rent it. Um, and uh, But I'm talking about what I saw coming down the pike <laughs> as far as movies and shows. I said, oh my God. Oh, guess. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's oh, no, has nothing to do with the Marvel. No, they, they announced they announced um a lot of trailers. It was a lot of trailers of movies coming out. They got new Dragon Ball Z. I was like, for real? <laughs> Y'all went me. Is as it is. I was like, damn. Okay, You're John Wick. You know, and everything. And then I saw the Wakanda Forever trailer. I making they're making another one. They're making another uh. Black Panther? Yes. This one about to be that deal. Because... The main actor died. Yeah, I mean, I think what they're going to do is in the comic book itself, it shifted to his sister anyway. So I think they're going to do it in the movie. Plus, we finally get Namor, um, the Submariner, the the Marvel version of Aquaman. Ah. Or is it the... I don't know who the hell came first. Who came? I don't give a damn. But yeah, and they kind of making him as like kind of as as techian almost by the way it's looking. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, they definitely changed Aquaman because uh, <laughs> Jason Momoa does not look Made like cool. that, that little fucking yellow-haired, beady-eyed bastard from the cartoons. I remember. So, like, about super friends. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely they upgraded the shit out of that. Oh my god, yes they did. I remember Super Friends. He was just, he just he re- <laughs> he really didn't do much. <laughs> he talked to the fish. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, think about. Do you remember Beast Boy from Teen Titans could only transform yes. into one animal? So it's oh, like, yes. and it's kind of like Harley Quinn started off as like a joke, like a like an assistant to the Joker, and now she's got. With the new eighty two, she's got her whole like own backstory, and she's Man, you know she, they, she got a whole franchise from the cartoon yeah, yeah, now, to now the now movie. She's, yeah. Now she's now she's hooking up with a uh, fucking Nightwing and mm. and Poison Ivy and shit. Uh, in the new the the new, the new uh, I don't want to get spoilers, but the new little animation they gave about her and Poison Ivy being roommates is actually really cute. Um, she's her, become her like, who being roommates. Poison Poison Ivy. You yeah. talking about the the, the 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 TV the series? Yeah, the TV series. Harley Quinn is one it. of the rare. I did. I saw the whole thing when it first came I out. I saw all seasons. Me too. <laughs> I've seen the whole thing. I don't want to give no spoilers to people though. But watch it if you haven't. Why seen do it. I have to sit into this small chair? Don't understand. <laughs> this is brain. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but was I, the MVP? I, Go ahead. 
I, I, I loved it. I loved the way that she, like, told the Joker to fuck off and, she was, you know, trying to, like, start her own, like, she's like, why are we doing this? I, I also like the way uh, Margot Robbie played her in the uh, yes. movie. That was really cool. And it's, it's crazy because she's one of the rare characters that started off in a, animation. She didn't start off in the comic books. She, it was supposed to be like this episode where the Joker pops out from the cake. And they're like, well, that's weird that he would be the one. Let's give him a sexy assistant to do it instead. And then so they animated her for that. But then they were like, oh, wait a minute. It's the Joker. Who the fuck cares if it's weird? And then he popped out of the cake anyways, but that's how Harley Quinn was introduced into the series. So it's it's interesting how much they've developed her character in yes. general. But yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what they do with Black Panther. It was really, really shitty uh, for the for the actor that played uh, the main character. He um he was on his Instagram live and people were saying the worst shit about him. They're like, Oh man, you're getting thin, what's happening to you? And he was like literally dying. And he was trying mm-hmm. to give his fans one last, like, I don't know, like, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Nice. One last look at him, you know, one last chat with his fans. And they were just dragging his ass. So, honestly, they don't they don't deserve him. <laughs> they don't deserve him in the movies no more because they were fucking dicks. I was watching that Instagram live when all that shit happened. And then, uh, then you know, and nobody knew. It was It was closely guarded secret, you know. Um, he worked for some. He did a bunch of movies too. I mean, within that time frame of him having it, mm-hmm. from a diagnosis to like, shoot, it was a couple of Netflix movies. Uh, God, he was a great actor, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not fair that all like all the good ones go super fast. Oh, I did see Sonic Two though. Sonic Hedgehog Two. I haven't and seen. I haven't seen any of the Sonic shit. Oh, you gotta see him. So the first one is great. But the, you know, and uh, the the voice they picked for Sonic is hilarious, and just the whole, the whole, the whole way they're they're spinning the universe into these movies is really really cool. If you played the video games as a kid, you'll definitely appreciate the fact that Jim Carrey is playing Eggman, and I'm just happy to see Jim Carrey on film again because it's just it was too long. It was a too long. He was one of my favorite actors growing up. And it's just it's just been too long, you know. Like we we need Me, more. myself and Irene is one of my favorite classic of his. Oh my, my step brothers liked that one, and I've seen it too many times. Um, I I started off with you know Ace Ventura. Of there course. was no Jim Carrey. There was there was just Ace Ventura, and like <laughs> you know, I I used to love watching those movies when I was little, and. I just, I always thought he was so cool. And to see him playing an evil character mm-hmm. so beautifully, it's just, it's it's so nostalgic for me. Because he will always be the guy with the weird hair coming out the rhino ass, you know? <laughs> That's my favorite part! Mine too. Oh, and, uh, the mother had to cover the child's eyeball like the dog. I always thought that the monks were super mean to him when, because when yes. he left the temple, they partied. they partied. I thought that was so mean. I was like, why more they... one than anyone. I was like, why? Why don't they like him? I was so upset for him. Um, <laughs> I was like, they just don't like him because he's different. Like, I got mad yeah. at the monks when I was a little kid. I was because you know when you're a kid, you get into the movie, and I I never understood why like people treated. <laughs> 
Ace Ventura differently because I thought he was so fun and cool and like all these people are being mean to him. And I'm just like, ugh. But you know, the the talking with his butt was probably the thing that resonated with me the most. And mind you, this is at a wee age, way before face sitting was ever a thought in my brain. So I used to imitate that as a kid. My dad thought it was hilarious. It drove my mom nuts because I would do it in public. I would do it at family gatherings, social gatherings of any kind, including like her work parties and stuff. Just out of nowhere. And mind you, my, my original hair color is blonde. So blonde hair, blue eyes, pigtails, sweet little girl, right? Sweet looking mm. little girl. Bends over, starts talking with her butt cheeks. <laughs> and this that is why I don't be judged. <laughs> I still do I still do it to my kids today sometimes. I'll just come over, I'll come in, I'll bend over, and I'll just start talking with my butt cheeks to them. <laughs> They don't understand the reference because they, they, they be like, huh? They're, well, they're used, <laughs> well, they're used to me being weird, though. They're used to me because, like, I, 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 I have this thing where I like kicking in doors. So just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, I'll just kick in the door like I'm the like I'm the police. And then you know they'll stop whatever they're doing and look at me all bug bug eyed and crazy. And then I'll just like attack them and just like roll all over the floor and bounce off the beds and shit and then I'll leave and they're like what was that for (laughs) so I'm still kind of wild like that I just have like little bursts of energy and I take it out on them oh my god we we have our chill moments but they won't but they get tired of me because like they don't like watching my k-dramas with me Mm mm-hmm and they're like, I don't understand why you like this. And I'm like, don't you understand what's happening in the empire right now? And they're like, yeah, we don't care. For, for young children, we're going to go play on, on Roblox. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and they're like, I'm, okay, I'm going to go in and watch the cartoons, Ma. You, you good? You good, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I. I get into the shows, I get emotionally attached to the characters, and I start, like, crying when they're crying and stuff, and then I get, like, I, like, I get super into TV shows, still. Oh, my goodness. I, I just know that, um, well, I'm at the age of grandkids now, so, um, I know they're gonna love me because I watch what they probably be watching anyway, with the anime, or especially the Marvel stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, my kids like anime. They, they, my kids like anime and they like cartoons and they like, you know, Marvel stuff. It and uh, my my youngest, she actually likes horror films. Mm-hmm. She likes to watch people like die. Um, so she's she's a psychopath after my own heart. I really appreciate that about her. And they just can't watch the K dramas with me, and I'm just like, I'm like, but. But, but you don't understand. And they're like, we don't want to understand. That's that's how it was with like the soap operas that my mom and I used to watch. Oh yeah. Except for except for one, Young and the Restless always caught my attention because it was and and the one that me and my mom used to watch when I got older was God. What's the name of it? It used to come on NBC. It would have witches in it. That's the only video that caught me because it had witches in it. And uh What are you talking about? Charmed? No, not Charmed. Oh, Charmed was my shit. Buffy the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Even so, though the movie was garbage, but the, still. Oh, yeah. Well, Charmed, I like 
I liked Charmed when I was younger, except for the fact that that, and see, this is probably where I get it from, because that show convinced my mom that she too could be a witch, and then things got really weird. Uh, bro, she's, she still has, like, a whole room full of, like, cauldrons and witchcraft books and all kinds of shit, and I'm just like, you know, that's a TV show, right? Like, I for what it was. And she had the audacity to tell me that Sailor Moon was possessing me because I was, like, super obsessed with it. <laughs> but she got so into charm, she thought she could... Hey, hold on, like, first of all, first of all, there's no way in hell Sailor Moon, she's a cartoon. I'm, I'm, I was forbidden you, from watching that show. I was forbidding for what? No. It's fine. She's, she's batshit crazy, so it's fine. But... <laughs> She used to watch dramas too. She used to watch like um this one that had like it was like vampires. It was like a vampire drama. And then there was another one that was like doctors and shit. And these were like Telemundo style, but like in English. Mm-hmm. So she I used to get into those. We used to record them on a VHS. Kids, do you know what that is? It's a V you used to be able to record T V shows yes, on VHS. VHS. That's before yes. you had TiVo. You had to get and- the blank tips and everything. They used to have yeah. the uh the Kmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, people remember Kmart. I remember Kmart. They just tore down the last one out out here, not that long ago. Like, yeah, yeah. Now it turns into a spirit Halloween, just like the rest of the abandoned buildings. Oh my goodness! Every now and then, they put a pop up carnival in the parking lot. It's a great parking lot to teach kids how to drive, though. It's a big open parking lot, but uh. Yeah, no. Huh. I I I remember recording. We would we would set the TV to record or the VHS player to record at a certain time of day, and uh, we would record her her show so that when we she got off of work, we would watch them together. And I got into them too, so I think that's where it started. I think that's where my attachment to drama shows started. I I particularly like ones that have like magic powers or it's like, yeah, a, I like, period, like too. or it's like a period drama where it's like it, like where it's like in you know like ancient times and there's like goddesses and spirits and shit like that um i'll watch some of the modern ones but selectively selectively um i definitely like the romance dramas i like the romance comedies too the only thing i don't like about the romance comedies for like the korean dramas and the mandarin dramas is that Mm -hmm. the guy is always like a dick to the girl in the beginning like Mm -hmm. always like the always he figures out he's in love with (laughs) and then it completely changes around episode 13 it's like every (laughs) single series i'm like how did you, you just told her to like fucking you didn't want her to be your roommate and now you're chasing her down the street and you know like the fucking the scene stops and then like all the music plays and then you have to go to the next episode and then he acts like nothing's like going on and just like that's ah this shit makes me angry i can't watch the modern ones but the period ones mm-hmm. the period dramas where it's like ancient whatever um and it's like the gods fighting and stuff the dynamics usually a little bit different like i uh, I watched one called it was like the King's Favor or something like that. And it was very, it was like an ancient Mulan storyline where the twin brother died. Twins were outlawed by the emperor, emperor. So like the the daughter 
posed as her brother, but because she was posing as a guy, she couldn't be with the guy she was actually in love with. And like that, that was cool what? because it had the. What's the name of that again? Oh God, it's called like the Kings. It's on Netflix. It's Wait, called... a is it Kung Fu Flick? Kung huh? Is karate or is? It's no, no. it's like. Oh, it's just a drama. Oh, okay, okay. It's just, nah, it's just nah. a drama. What is it? Uh, 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 oh, it's called The King's Affection. That's what it is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I'm looking see, it up right now. See, um, I I actually, I've, I've actually I abandoned that, that one because I, I'm on episode 17, and then I abandoned it, and I watched a different one. <laughs> Shoot, um, I got to finish Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Um, I've seen the first two seasons. And, I saw... Uh, I saw this meme. It's like it's like the anime you're currently watching, the ten series that you stopped watching halfway through for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is the internet calling me out? Like, I'm just yeah. saying, right? I got like five series that I got to finish. I just ain't got around to it. It's something I, I finished. Listen, I downloaded Showtime and paid for it for like six months, and I still have not finished watching the one show that. I downloaded it to watch, which was the new series, the new season of Dexter. And I'm like, why did I? Seen it yet. Oh God, it's it's really hard to watch. And I can't I, believe it. That's why I hate when I watch. We, we can't it, y'all, y'all, what's the point of bringing them back? She left it alone. She left it alone. But they left it so open ended. But you know, like the su- the sun comes and like finds him and shit, and you know the sun's kind of like fucked up like he is too. So it's like it's a good concept, and it's one that should have happened a lot sooner. So I got like halfway through it, and then I couldn't finish watching it. I just mm-hmm. I I mentally checked out. I wasn't able to watch it after that. I just been sitting here paying for Showtime for no reason. Like I. It is I I try to at least turn on my Crunchyroll. I'm like, okay, I'm paying for this. I should I should at least watch some of something. I had Crunchyroll. I need to get that back because I'm missing oh. out on my damn anime. Yeah, well, they merged with Funimation now, so now you're gonna get all that shit. Ooh. Yeah. That means they way ahead on that that, that One Piece thing. Um, probably. I don't know if the merger's gone all the way through, but I try to at least watch it a few times a month. So that I feel like I'm getting my ten dollars worth, but it's like with Showtime, I've just been paying for it, and I wasn't—I only downloaded it and only started paying for it. I was like, yeah, I'll just do the one month free trial, and I'll just run through this series real quick, right? And then I'll catch up, and then once the series is finished, I'll like you know start subscribing again. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> I couldn't even get through the episodes they already had out, and now I've—I I think I finally unsubscribed because I'm like. I just realized I don't actually care that much about this series at this point. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the show that I saw, and then I got to ask you a question. We're going to have a nice little discussion about something. Based yeah. off of some sexy pictures that you sent me, but um, <laughs> I was you got I was watching um, this movie called Cherry, where it's a series, right? Okay. And it, was, and, and it was based off real shit because it was this lady who fucked her best friend's husband and ended up killing her best friend. And she got away with it. (laughs) Actually became a a counselor. (laughs) 
I mean, they say the best manipulators go to counseling to learn how to be better manipulators. So. Oh my god. And, and then, that shit was great. Now she killed it with an axe. So it was, and the way they did the series, it was tightish. It was it was tight because he explained everything, even to the point of how they even started messing around. And what was so funny about their situation because it this would really stand out after she kissed him and said i want you or what have or i really like you that what she said the next scene she has a bullet point presentation to the pros and cons of them cheating on their spouses what yes she did she said as you can see there's more pros than cons. <laughs> I mean, okay. So when when reason gives way to passion, and you can still come up with a logical explanation, I mean, I can't I can't really be mad at that. Am I the problem? Am I toxic? I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's as toxic as it comes. Cause she did, she did a goddamn bulletproof. It was like when I saw that shit, I would add to pause it. I, I said, I gotta rewind this and watch this again. I can't. Did this bitch just do a bulletproof presentation on the cheat? I'm not saying that I would do a bullet point presentation on cheating because I've never had. Uh, and I know it sucks because a lot of my fans see me as being like a really good, like good homewrecker, and I do play it mm-hmm. for like, you know. Uh, content and whatever but like i actually don't have like homewrecker uh energy i don't i don't have a drive to like ruin something that already exists but then when i think about it it's like okay well what if you the person you like now right what if they were in a relationship when you met them and they weren't available would you still feel that way and now that i think about it you know i'm kind of like ariana grande with that shit i see it i like it i want it i got it so i might in the right circumstance, pull out the bulletin points. <laughs> you know, you like my ass. And <laughs> 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 you know how I dig well. And this pussy is special. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, because I've I've never I've never been a fan of cheating. I've always been on the receiving end of it. So I've never wanted to give that feeling to anybody else, but I understand it. It's like um, it's like a power control. It's it, it's really like a you. I know this is yours, but I know that I can have it if I want it. And that kind of power trip is you know addictive to somebody with that type of personality. Because there's people who do it. I I knew uh from my previous relationship his ex girlfriend, who was like the first girl he ever fucked with, right? Mm-hmm loves that shit she loves getting off to the fact that she knows because they like took each other's virginities she knows that she can use that power sex is a power exchange yeah um and we in the porn industry like on camera it's not and it's interesting because we get asked a lot like what's the difference right how because because you can't you don't have time for the emotion it's not even that it's that the bitch who is fucking you is only fucking you because she's paid to be there 
that's why the that's why that's why and it it goes both ways it goes both genders but as speaking as a female that's why the guys try to get you to do shit off camera a lot of times it's because they still want that emotional part they want that emotional validation and a lot of them it's because they only associate that type of validation with sex they don't know the difference and um i was talking to a few guys at uh, exotica and they were telling me yeah they would rather a girl be they would rather a girl not be willing to suck dick on camera than a girl not willing to kiss on camera. And that like, that triggered me to start thinking, I'm like, what would cause you to want that type of emotional validation on a work shoot? Because to me, I don't think kissing needs to be important well, at all. I don't want to To me, the way that I played it as a talent was it would depend upon these two factors, the girl and the conditions of the scene we were doing. Right, but if you're doing a Gonzo scene, you don't need that shit. If you're oh, doing no, a, no, 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 Gonzo, no, no, doing, no, only, yeah. no one lips are getting well, kisses or pussy lips. Yeah, right. Is in, in the, <laughs> I'm telling you, Bobby, watch all the new shit. Watch all the new stuff, all the new talent. They all kiss, all of them. All mm-hmm. of them kiss in all their scenes. It doesn't matter if it calls for it or not. There's mm-hmm. always, like, it's it's like, it's like, there's like a batch of people in the industry right now mm. who are all suffering from like the same type of trauma where they had, uh, where they, where they can't disassociate, you know, the rope, you know, the romance aspect in from sex and therefore the non physical touches that they're getting during mm. these scenes is temporarily filling that void. And it's really just for me, like it, it gets my brain hot. Like it's like, mm-hmm. just, I'm like super fascinated. Like I want to interview more people and be like, why do you feel like this is necessary? Well, see, we see, we see. All right. from, from, from a man's point of view, I guess, is that one kissing, one keeps his ass hard because she's a good kisser. Because it's an erogenous zone. The mouth is an erogenous zone. Yes, and I understand that, but it's just to tell to say that you would rather have kissing in the scene than a blowjob in the scene. To me, no, 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 no. Any dude that say that, I would want to slap the shit out of him. What the fuck? I was told this. I'm real for to suck my dick. We ain't got the kiss. <laughs> because that's see, what the people want to see. <laughs> but not only from a consumer base is that more of what people would want to see. Because I've been them about my friend and you know how she dealt with being in the industry and being in a relationship, and that was their thing was that kissing was too personal. They never, she never did that on camera. And honestly, the scenes mostly don't call for them. Even if it's a scene where it's like you're a cheating boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the beginning you can start off like that to lead into it, but these motherfuckers are kissing these girls like halfway through the scenes, right before the pop shot. It's just really, it it really says to me that these guys are kind of like emotionally starved in a way. And uh, talking well, to I me, mean, I, 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 like, I, I want to give you a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. A secret? Oh no. A secret. I'll tell you a secret. A lot of the guys getting this business are lames. <laughs> oh my god I thought you were see, an actual secret for me <laughs> because see it, the reason why I'm saying that because people heard me say that before and, I, and I'm not saying that as a grumpy old man type shit no 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 it's if you're getting pussy off camera mm-hmm. you have a wifey you, you the man getting pussy you're not going to get emotionally attached on set 
Right. A lot of these guys, the only time they fuck is on set. <laughs> nah, they're all fucking. You feel what I'm saying? So, I mean, huh? No, they, they all fucking have fucking shit offset. That's how... That's how you keep getting fucking outbreaks in the industry is because people are doing shit. Right? I mean, no, don't get it twisted. It's a combination of people that is doing the business, as you know, and they're not doing it right. Also, cheating spouses, yeah. not living your life responsibly, knowing that yeah. this is your business. But Bobby, this wasn't one person. This was multiple people I asked the same question to, and mm. all the guys gave the same fucking answer. And it's all—it's all the newer wave. It's all like the people in the past—I mm. would say even five years, not even ten years back, but the past five years. All the talent that's come into the industry has the same thing, the same mentality about. And I know I seem weird focusing about some shit that doesn't affect me, but like mm. to me, like understanding my own psychology helps me understand my job better so i asked them these questions and no matter who i asked them, they gave me the same answer and you're giving me a different answer because you know the difference between uh you know what 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 kind of an emotional validation sex can have what you know personal versus work but mm. i don't think i think that there's oh like no the, this, this generation okay first of all this generation that came in majority of them came in because it was an opportunity to get pussy and quality pussy. Well, Plus, after the fact, you know that's what I'm saying? It, huh? That's playground mentality, but not all the all not all the talent are like that. A lot of them have either a paycheck or a business mentality. And even even the ones who are about their business, about their bag, about their paycheck, they aren't treating the industry like a playground. Uh, it's it's still the same. Thing I think, no, no, and, it's, it's it's not that they treat it as a playground. This this is what I'm saying. It's to these guys with kissing. It is okay then. As a male talent walking in, one there's girls that actually kiss them. You feel me? I've been in this position where I was doing the shoot. I wasn't expecting to kiss her. She grabbed my face and kissed me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and my thought was, damn, I must be really banging it out that she wanted to kiss me. But, but to the guys, a lot of times they do it because, one, they're trying to impress the girl. Two, um, it's, they did it before. So sometimes the biggest mistake that make men, biggest mistake men make is that we kind of fall into that category of treating every girl the same or thinking they're the same or what have you, you know, period. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why, like, I respect the girl that tell me I don't kiss. Okay. Then I know not to make a scene that will involve you ever kissing me in this motherfucker. <laughs> we good. <laughs> I don't care. And I want content. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying that it can go either way. There's there's yeah. girls who definitely want it on set too. And they because that's what turns them on. I'm turned on personally by kissing in my personal life. Uh, kissing Me anything on the neck, apparently being spit on. I learned that about myself recently. Um, not like in my mouth or like on my body, but just you know, like when the guy's dicks inside you and then he like just looks down and spits on it. You know, oh. his dick or you know, spit on the oh, pussy. He's eating it. 
that yeah. shit, that shit fucking yeah, the first I time that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that shit drove me. Nuts. I learned something about myself. Um, <laughs> but I like that. But I'm saying to me because I look at this industry as such a huge business and money opportunity that mm-hmm. put your personal voids of emotional and physical touch mm. in your work to me it's 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 a red flag and it, it happens on the girl's side too i'm not saying that it doesn't because mm. a lot of people who enter into the industry and you know those the doctors that work within the industry you know psychologically they'll they'll tell you the same thing that a lot of uh people who enter into this industry do so to cope with trauma so i'm mm. wondering what the core is here because it's I've watched older porn. Older porn did not, and the older gen of actors, they don't, I mean, they might kiss a little bit, but it's not, mm. and I've noticed it distinctly why I've started asking these questions, because even though this yeah. isn't like, really my business. But see, but see also, back, too, here's the I, other part I, of this. I, I want to know I the had, why. I'm curious. No, no, no. I got I got an answer for the different generation. I think this is what it is. This is my theory on that. The way you came in back back in my day, you had to come in, be ushered in, you had to film a certain way. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And also, we had we we was more mentored than this generation is. Yeah, you feel I'm coming from. See, that's yes. the difference. It's like even when I was under consideration getting in front of the camera, I was somewhat forced. Money or no money. I, I love money. So I suck it up. <laughs> and then, but it was like even the conversation that I had with a lady that was in the business that convinced me that I should do it. She said, but you got to remember, she's there to fuck you to make money. She said, don't get in your feelings with these shits. And in my earlier years, I made that mistake. And right. when I saw the mistake, what, what it did to my business, I said, no, I'm not fucking another one off camera ever. And actually, plus, I met my wife, Tisha, that kind of shut everything down. Oh, that also sounds okay. <laughs> but there's, but that's, that's just, it is, um, I was actually just recently talking to somebody about that. When you're new, you were literally in like this golden pot of hyper-sexualized females and yeah, most of them have boyfriends and husbands low key at home and they're not going to fuck with you off camera. But the ones who aren't, especially the new girls who are civilians, they're still in civilian mentality. So what happens is once you fuck them off camera, they feel entitled to your dick. Because like I said, sex is a power exchange and guys can be the same way towards girls too. Yeah. It goes both ways, right? So it's a power exchange. So you have to make sure that you're exchanging that power on camera. It's not, it's transactional. It's 1000%. It's no different than escorting. It just happens to be on on camera, right? And everybody's tested and you can fuck raw, right? That's the only difference. It is still transactional, physical, rhythmic movement. At the end of the day, it's very, it's very like stop, go, okay, in, out. Okay, let's rearrange the lights. Let's do this next. Like it's not, it's actual work. And I think that's why people crave it because once they get a little bit of a taste of like what it's like to fuck that person on camera, they're like, oh, but what if the camera... <laughs> Right. But see, what happens is once people feel entitled or like they own your dick, especially if they're new yeah. and they're still on that civilian mentality, it's going to fucking hurt your money. 
And that's what talent yeah. needs to understand. Male and female. It will hurt your bag because what because, happens... Because what ends up happening is... When you cut them like, off. What happens when yeah. you cut them off and then they start running their fucking mouth. I, yeah. I recently talked to somebody who told me, you know, it took him three times before he learned because it the, these girls were prominent enough in the industry that they fucking ruined his name for a yeah. long time and yeah. they ruined his money for a long and you know and it, those, those fucking rumors are still circulating and you know I'm I can tell that he's you know being genuine with me when he's talking to me about these stuff because like I can tell people's voice and fluctuations I look into their eyes all that shit and I'm just in general I can generally gauge if somebody's bullshitting me or not right mm-hmm. but and but listening to this person's story it really, really hit deep and hit home. And I'm like, wow, it really can fuck your money up to fuck with people yes. in the industry. It yes. really can. So it's not even, it's not even about, you know, the, it's not even about like the, the, the sexy time. It's not even about the conquest at this point. If you want to make it in this industry, you cannot, you have to not shit where you eat, not because you're married, not because you're in a relationship, but for your fucking self. If you do not do that shit for yourself and draw that hard red line, because what happens when you finally fucking click, it clicks, right? And then you go back to draw those lines and then all of a sudden somebody feels entitled to your fucking shit and you're like, no, this ain't yours. This was, it was never like that. Now they're going to get fucking mad. Now they're going to retaliate. And now everything you do, they're going to be like, look at this motherfucker drinking mm. coffee. Fuck him. I'm going to go spread a rumor. You know, fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because, because see, even to the point that... And then, like, you see them, like, fucking the other people, and that's when it gets personal. And that's mm. why you can't shit where you fucking eat. And I I see people making this mistake all the time, you know? And it's, it's fascinating for me as somebody who does not enjoy casual encounters, like, at all. Like, it grosses me out. First of all, men don't deserve my fucking shit. Let's start there. So if I deem somebody worthy, like, you're already halfway to the fucking finish line because I've already, you've already mentally fucked me up enough that, like, mm-hmm. I'm willing to, like, open open up to you physically because you got to get past the mental gatekeeper before you can get past, you know, my fucking thighs. So for me, it's fascinating to, and, and again, it's like, why, if you're getting so much sexual stimulation, because even though it's, like, it's work, you still get mm-hmm. that release at the end of the day. Yeah. So why are you searching for more? And the only conclusion I can come to is it's an emotional and mental connection that you cannot get on camera and you fucking crave it because you are treated like a cum dumpster. You are treated like a fucking stunt cock. You are not treated like a person on these fucking sets. And, and it's, he and gets, gets type sex that he really, really likes. Right. Well, or she, it, it goes. Yeah. Or she, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not even that it's 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 a it's the intimate development with that person and in a lot of cases if there are predatory people in this industry both male and female yes. and once they recognize that you cannot that you lack the capacity to say no because you were so desperate for that type of validation you're fucked once people see your hand you're fu- you're going to become a doormat you're going to become a yes man and you're going to have fucking problems because what happens when all these fucking, uh, for guys, what happens when all these bitches are in the same room? For girls, what happens when all these fucking egotistical males are in the same fucking room? You get all these dudes in the same room. They all figure out, you've been fucking all of them off camera. It's going to start some shit. And females, too. And females, I can't say this loud enough. Females fucking talk. 
If you saw yes. this off camera, oh no, 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 don't get it twisted. Dudes talk, dudes talk too. Well, dudes talk too, but I'm telling you that females fucking talk because females are more likely to be territorial. And what they're going to do to try to ward off other girls is they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we hooked up, just so you know. You know, it's going to be like that. And little do they know, you know, they're trying to to play the coach. (laughs) You know, so it's like, it's like, I was like, ma'am, are you trying to wash soap? What are you doing here? (laughs) You wash it. Trying to piss on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 exactly like it. it's like pissing on a tree. It's like marking territory, and when that kind of shit starts happening, because you know, women, even if we don't know it consciously, we subconsciously pick up on shit. We pick up on body language, and anyone who's been cheated on can recognize sneaky link body behavior. It, it doesn't matter how much you try to hide it or brush it off. Everyone's gonna know. And females, because they want to mark that territory, they're gonna fucking tell people. And then half the industry knows by the end of the day. So it's just like, if you want to do it and you don't give a fuck about making money, you don't give a fuck about having a reputation, you don't give a fuck about your name in the industry, do whatever the fuck you want. But if you want to stay in this for the long run, you need to be, It's and it's not even saying that it can't happen. You just have to be really selective with who you give your power to. You have to make sure you're giving it to somebody who's going to return the favor and give it back. It's like, okay, I'm going to take this for this moment, but here it is. It's back to you. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a lot of people who are mature like that. Me, me, 10 years ago, me at like 18. Wait, how old am I? Fuck, I'm 30. Shit. Okay. <laughs> but hold on. Okay. But even still, even me at 20, I would say, I would say young, young Mila would not be the fucking stable bitch. I would not have been, you know, in that, in, in any kind of situation like that. Like I, I would like. I'm a completely different person because like I've, you know, I've lived long enough to live several lifetimes and have all those experiences, but there's a new 18 year old girl born every day and they're throwing these bitches in porn and that's who you're fucking dealing with. And same thing with these little boys they're putting in and let's face it, they're, 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 they're not quite men. They're not boys, but not quite men, you know, like they're, they're like this, like, they they're not and even grown men ain't grown it's a maturity thing it's like a light switch it's either gonna click or it's not you're gonna you're either gonna get that switch flick there or you're not you know i don't remember how we got on this subject but yeah uh it doesn't matter what your job is don't shit where you eat it's gonna cause problems humanity's known this for centuries and yet people still fucking do it uh, but oh yeah, we were talking about we were talking about the kissing thing. Yeah, so and and I get it. I get the psychological behind it. It's 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 the it's the yearning for the intimacy, and a lot of that goes back to what we've talked about before about you know like agencies not allowing dating and being very fucking difficult, you know all that stuff. And uh, somebody pointed out to me recently at a uh, and this happened at Exotica too. They were like, look around you, look at the couples you see, how many of them started off after they joined the industry the only successful people were already in their relationship in their marriage pre pre fucking industry most of the ones who aren't aren't doing good and i was like fuck like i was trying i can only think of one that's doing well right i was like fuck you're right fuck yeah actually why is that the the reason why because the ones that was married walking in Mm -hmm. he's gonna let her do her, she gonna let him do him to where that is not gonna be like it's not, it's not even like that. It's it's the foundation. You do yeah. not have if you are a actively 
rising star in the industry. You do not have the time to build foundation. You don't have the time. You, you don't. And the thing is, is your agency has to be able to market you as either single or married. There can't be anything in between because then there are people who won't work with you on account of that, which is bullshit and it's unprofessional and it's inhumane. And also, how the fuck do you get from point A to point B without the point, you know, or point A to point saying. B, I guess, without point B? <laughs> It's, it's asinine and it's stupid, but that's how things are in this industry. And a lot of people don't realize that, but that's, that's why it was really fascinating to me to hear these guys talk about, they would rather preference a girl who would kiss on camera versus a girl who would suck dick. And, but you know, and me and you were looking at this analytically and we're saying, well, obviously sucking dick's going to get more shit, you know, more sales than kissing. Nobody fucking cares about that shit. Most people can see that shit in a Hallmark movie. I'm saying. You don't need porn for that. Right. But it's to my theory, my educated guess. Now I'm not a doctor. I want a full disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even Dr. Pepper. Okay. But I'm a human being with two eyeballs in the back of my fucking head and a slightly functioning brain cell. Okay. And to me, it seems like this new wave is desperate for non-sexual intimate touch. And the way to do that, the easy way to do that is through these scenes because they can get the kissing, they can get the hand-holding, they can get uh, uh, hugs and arm wraps and, you know, uh, light touches and all those intimate things that they're so starved for, they can get those on that set. And that's why they're prioritizing kissing over sucking dick because they're not thinking about it logically they're not thinking about it analytically they're not thinking about it from they're thinking, about it, they're thinking about it and it's it's not even a forward thought it's a subconscious it is something that is deep-rooted probably back into their childhood uh, that especially with people whose first sexual experience was not uh, a build-up right because you have like you know like in high school for example you have like the hand-holding the kissing and then eventually on prom night whatever you go all the way but there's that build-up if you just jump right i'm, I'm serious like if you just jump right into yeah, it right, if you just jump right into it you never learn those intimacies and even if you experience them later on you don't know what the fuck to do with them because you're like why are you doing this and we're not having sex this is weird i don't know how to associate this in my brain and it's it's that's it's it's because of the chemical development in your brain in the you know pre twenty five is learning how to produce these chemicals these these dopamines and these serotonins and stuff right that so if that was your only introduction to that um it not only does it make you prey for predatory people to continuously treat you like you're you know like you're an object or like you're uh you know disposable and Eventually, you start believing the shit, the world, how the world treats you, how people fucking treat you, how they see you, how they view you, and eventually you view yourself in the light that others view you. And it's, it's, it's definitely something I think needs more research and more studies on. But I don't think that anybody cares enough about sex workers right now <laughs> to make these documentaries and to make these, um, because in any time they do, anytime they talk about mental health, they always spin it in a negative light. Like it's never like a positive experience um, from what I've seen of the documentaries on like Netflix and Hulu and all that shit. Like whenever they try to document our industry, it always goes astray. But I think it's definitely something that needs to like, maybe the people at Pineapple Support that came write a book one day or something, because 
it's definitely something that's seen a lot in the industry, the trauma in general, using the coping mechanism. And this is this is coming. I'm I'm quoting an interview from uh, a, a doctor who works through pineapple support. Um, she she quoted this uh, that you know it is it is very common for that to be a thing, and the only way to actually cope with that is to acknowledge that that's what's happening. And then when you're in those positions of feeling like you can't say no, to actually say it anyways, right? To stop yourself from basically using sex as a form of self-harm because the more you repeat the cycle, the worse it's going to get. So I thought that was very, like I said, Exotica was kind of like a learning experience for me. I just went around, I just went around interviewing people and psychoanalyzing them. (laughs) She was doing a female Frasier. Is that that what I did? She had a female Frasier. Well, you know, it's... I just, I love people watching in general. And since, and, and when you're in the adult industry, it's like a whole different world, you know? And even though I'm, I don't do hardcore, I'm still in the boner business, right? And it's like same company, different department. I'm in accounting and, you know, y'all, y'all are in sales or whatever. So, so it's like, it's like, it's, I'm still in the boner business and, you know, I still interact with the same people at events and stuff. And sometimes I even work with the same people doing fetish work that, you know, other people work with doing boy girl. So it's important for me to understand others, understand their perspectives. And also as a dominatrix, it's really, really important for me to understand male psyche in general. So that's why I like going around. I like interviewing the male talent and really getting to know them and get to know their personalities because uh, you know, online as a dom, I'm like, ah, men are shit and everybody's beneath me and I'm a goddess and all that other shit, right? But at the end of the day, understanding them and knowing how to get them addicted to me is part of my job too. And through through using, you know, the adult industry to kind of psychoanalyze these guys and like pick their brains, I've learned a lot that's like overlooked about male talent. And even though I have to play the part online as a gender security, it doesn't mean I'm like that off camera, you know, I'm like a whole different person. So it's very fascinating to me to hear them talk like that. And for me, I want to, I want, if I had had hours to sit there on that subject, cause I got interrupted, but if I had 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 hours to sit there and just kind of get in real deep, like, I want to know from the mo- first memory you have of being alive to like right now, update me. So I can figure out why you feel that this particular action during an X-rated film, why why are you bringing the Hallmark shit to the X-rated film? I to know. And I'm not the only female who feels like this. Like I have friends, we've had conversations where like, yeah, we don't want to fucking see that. Like, and it, it's funny because female consumers aren't your main consumer base, but still as females, I've talked to multiple females who are like, yeah, why the fuck is this shit important these days? Like, it's not necessary. I want to see this bitch get fucking run through. I want to see a dick yeah, in every I mean, fucking hole. I mean, if I don't you, think, see, if you like, think about it, if you I think like about aggressive it. sex. I like, aggr- I like watching aggressive sex scenes. If I'm going to watch, like, real humans, like, I want it to be super, super, like, not violent, but, like, I do want it to be very raunchy and very aggressive. Like, I want the whole much yeah. in my personal life. Like, I want to be in the Disney movie in my personal life and then I want to flip you know when the lights go out I want to flip over to the x-rated shit and I personally like kissing it personally turns me on 
but for some reason visually it's not something i also i also like you know do not enjoy watching girls give oral actually unless it's like in a in like a gangbang site but like just the one-on-one oral it does nothing for me it's so but again i don't mind gifting that in my personal life and but it's the same thing with kissing i'm like this doesn't need to be in there like i would just rather y'all get the fucking like this is wasting my time at this point (laughs) so it's interesting that so many females that i've talked to feel the same exact way and the males feel the opposite way like they want to do it in the film and the girls it's It's like a couple years ago it it was different (laughs) years ago was different I'm it's like a new wave. I'm just wondering where the, like, what was in the water, you know? I, I have no idea. I, I think but, when they start wearing skinny jeans, it, it changed the world. That's my opinion. They went from trip pants and parachute pants to skinny jeans. That's what did skinny it. Skinny jeans, that's that what it was. They squeezed their balls down. They squeezed their balls down. Oh my God. Are you saying that have now become more feminine? Is that what it is? See, see, we, 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 I'm going to bring you back for that conversation. <laughs> I want to get to the main event. And yeah, what's the main we, event? This the main event. What's the main event? All right. <laughs> now, the business, if people want to see the cover, is you as Belma. Yes. And I was sitting here thinking because that's like one of my favorite pictures, like the photo sets that you had done, like just from the angles you shot or what have you. I think it was a face hitting yes. photo set. Yeah, yes. that shit. I'm... <laughs> who who took the pictures? You did, or you asked me to take the pictures? Oh, I I did it all by myself. All the editing, all the photo taking, the filming. I did it all myself. Damn. Okay. One so, stop. <laughs> now it seemed that when we see cosplay and what have you, you know, I'm going with this. Is that you always see a film. Yes. But you don't see a Daphne for so much. Okay. So the question is, because you seem to psychoanalyze, why <laughs> is Velma the more popular one when it comes to cosplay and dressing up and sexuality on that end than Daphne? Oh, well, I'll tell you why, because Daphne's a bitch. Um <laughs> No, but seriously, um, it's the same reason why wearing less makeup will make you more attractive to men because Velma's more approachable. Uh, she's Daphne's kind of like Daphne's kind of like an IG baddie. You know, you you can like her pictures, you can comment on her posts. She's never going to pay you any attention. But if you post Velma at a party, she'd probably talk to you. Additionally, when curvy girls came into uh, into popularity, Velma was considered a thicker character. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so she was, so the curvy girls adapted her kind of the way, like, how the black community adapted Piccolo, even though he's green. Yeah, Everybody, <laughs> You know, you know. Because the voice, because the voice. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's got big daddy vibes, that's for sure. Um, and and he's he's Gohan's real father. Let's be honest. That, man, <laughs> that Namekian, the the. Oh is, my God! I, I'm sorry, Piccolo. 
Piccolo but, is he takes the worst ass words. But go ahead, go ahead, go back to Velma, go back to Velma. But but it's the same. It's the same thing, kind of like uh, so like the curvy community kind of took Velma on too because, uh, you know, because she was because curvy girls can identify with that. They can identify being outshined by the sparkly skinny girl who's always going to be popular. Thin is always in. You know, it's always going to be in. It always has been in. Uh, especially ever since like the the seventies and eighties onward. Prior to that, in like the nineteen fifties, you can find old cartoons where it's like got a thick girl walking by, and there's like two skinny girls, and they're like, "Oh, I wish I had half of what she has." And even that, like you know, because th- so it goes in waves through the generation. I mean, shit, think about Betty and 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 Wilma. <laughs> they had some hips. Yeah, but they were, but they were still, you know, real thin. And Hollywood's made it a point to say that there's only one type of sexy. And even if you're curvy, you still have to have a flat stomach. You have to have a C cup boob, and that's big, right? They don't really, uh, you know, hyper hypersexualize accentuating curves, and they haven't in a very long time, which is very fascinating to me because even if you look at like uh like japan right the reason why their robes are so layered was to make the women look healthier to make them look thinner and plumper and better for like breeding purposes and it's the same thing you know historically it, it was a sign of wealth that you were bigger right yes because we all so, love a uh, bone and it, and then this isn't this isn't a slam at skinny girls because there's girls who can eat until they're blue in the face and they don't gain weight and everybody's body, you know, I feel like they should be able to feel beautiful in their own body no matter what they look like. But that's why Velma is more popular, especially amongst men. And the reason why the cosplayers do it is because the men like it, right? Because yeah. Velma is approachable and seeing a girl that looks unapproachable dressed up as an approachable girl. It like rewires y'all's brains and your short circuit and your dicks fly off and you're like, <laughs> like, I can't tell times I've already sold that video and it's still, I'm still getting new subscribers. Can I get the Velma video? Can I get the Velma video? And uh, even more so that uh, my friend who volunteered to be tortured by my ass that day and he's, he's going to do it again, but this time he's not going to play Shaggy. Um, he's going to be playing the villain and I have like a little raptor from Jurassic World, I've got, like, a raptor. (laughs) And, like, little raptor claws. It's going to be adorable. Um, That's actually going to be live-streamed through Live Unicorns on, what is it, August 9th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm going to do, like, this whole, like, kind of, like, role-play for the the, uh, cam show. And that's what those pictures were for. They're they're promo pictures for that event, and I actually have to finish get them sent over but like I said I've been kind of like under the weather for a couple of days so I haven't done anything I've just been sitting here watching K-dramas trying to get over this like cough like scratchy feeling in my throat uh but yeah that's why that's why Velma is more popular than Daphne and now you will see cosplayers do them together and there are thicker cosplayers who are starting to play Daphne but Daphne is like the popular that you know she's gonna go for the Fred type of guy you know she's gonna go for the quarterback with the blonde hair and the blue eyes and the chisel jaw. And, you know, she's not going to go for the shaggies. And most guys can identify more with being a guy who loves his dog and likes to 
dress comfortably and smoke weed and be high all the time. That's more of a relatable character. Hey, and look, I actually got an idea for you for the, for the film, right? Now, are you a fan of Supernatural, the, the TV series Supernatural? Never seen it. They did a uh, crossover with Scooby-Doo. Oh, nice. That shit was tight to see. <laughs> it was tight and stuff. So, and, and that's one of my favorite TV series. But um, you should look into it though, for real. Because they actually did. Uh, it's called oh. S- S- Super Scooby Natural, or something like that. But Super it was Scooby actually. I'll, I'll look episode. up to it. I'll, I'll look into at least that episode. Yeah. Oh, but like I was saying, with my, just, go ahead. my friend who was playing Shaggy. Uh, you know, he happened, he just so happens to be Japanese, right? And because of that, that video got labeled as Asian male, white female, which is like a huge hashtag right now. It's a huge um, kind of like fetishized pairing. And um, I don't know if that's become popular because of like K-dramas and K-pop and stuff like that. Uh, anime Interesting. And right. well, Interesting. Face, Interesting. Well, because Space City comes from Japan. interracial. <laughs> yes um and you know i i knew i knew what well i i did interracial face sitting before though because I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've no but no no technically that's interracial well it is interracial because yeah, I, it's just, but it's, I've, I've done interracial face sitting before because yeah. i i don't i don't care about that shit but yeah. in particular like i probably remember about a decade ago like the yeah. whole black white interracial thing was huge yeah. it's still one of the biggest largest paid porn shoots right yeah. it's a doing interracial but it's interesting because they don't actually consider um asian to be interracial but it is and yeah. my friend my friend his stage name is panda my friend panda who uh you know he's filmed with me before for grappling girls and then like wrestling shoots where he's the jobber before but I think I think the sequins, the the diamonds on my fucking panties, fucked his ass up because he complained about it. He was like, uh, "Are you gonna wear the same set?" On I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be the same set." I'm like, "I don't. You're gonna have a mask on though, so it'll it'll be fine." He's like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "But then I'm gonna take the mask off." He was like, "Oh God." He's like, "My head hurt for three days afterwards," and I'm like, "Too bad. You already signed up for this shit." So. He's, he's, even, he's a cool friend. Even face it, this workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and I, like I fucked his ass up on the mat too for grappling girls, but because I I don't I even though he's he was playing the jobber like you know like I still fucking go hard on his ass. I broke a nail and everything, um, but it it was interesting because I got a lot of positive feedback from the AMWF uh, fandom. They, you know, I got a lot of thank you letters and they're like, thanks, you know, they're like, it's, you know, in, uh, in Western culture, you don't see this a lot and seeing it, seeing it now, not only developing in porn, but going into fetish, they're like, we want this. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's going to be like dealing with me for a while then. Cause I don't know anybody else that I could, you know, <laughs> my past. but, um, it was actually really cool to like hear the stories. Cause I had a lot of people write to me um they wrote to me on reddit they wrote to me on instagram they wrote to me on my OnlyFans, and they were like thank you for making this and i was like you're welcome it, i mean i just i make face sitting all the time yeah. and they're yeah, like because i mean because it's you, it, you don't see that often or anyone that you know what i'm saying would yeah. push that hashtag you know what i'm saying so when it's something that's new out of ordinary yeah it, it makes a statement 
Well, I, it's it's just weird because I had a lot of guys come to me and they're like, you know, they were like, yeah, it's, you know, a lot of, they they were like, yeah, white girls don't really date Asian guys, so sign a third. And I was like, what? I was like, that's, what? I've always, like, I've always been attracted to Asian guys, particularly, like, uh, Japanese and Korean. Although I've, I've been attracted to a few, uh, you know, Lao Asian and Vietnamese guys over the years, too. But it's like, I don't know if it's just because I grew up around it, but, like, that's my preference i think like i i like i watched all these dramas and i'm just sitting here looking at the guys like mm-hmm. <laughs> you sung <laughs> you know? so it's it so but it kind of like it kind of like touched me a little bit emotionally to like hear these stories and to have these people thank me for doing something that i just did organically like i did this on my own this just happens to be a friend of mine that i've known for like five fucking years this just happened to be something we did one night um for this promo clip and it just it just kind of turned into like something that was bigger than what it was intended to be so now I'm like so now I'm thinking what else can I do that's like that but can I is there a way for me to do it in solo content so now I'm probably going to be making like Asian superiority race play clips and like upholding stuff and yeah no I'm gonna push it real hard because there's definitely a demand for it and why not because so what characters would you look to do of the uh well i already have the lola bunny outfit that i've just never used i've got the wig and everything um i I need to get like a basketball but i'll probably do lola bunny um jessica rabbit's been requested but i want to do that one right it's hard to find her dress made exactly the way it is and i have the body to be able to really fucking wear that dress so i want to i want to get like an expensive wig i want to well, I want I want to get an expensive wig. I want to get an expensive dress. Like it's gonna be like probably close to like an eight hundred to a thousand dollar project for me to just put the costume together because I want to have everything designed, and I'll probably have a a, um, a a drag queen make the wig for me because they make them best. They make the best cosplay fucking wigs, and I have a few uh, artists saved already that I have in mind for that. But I just I really want to do it right. I'll probably do some. Uh, triangle button cosplays if you will uh like i'll probably do like some pokemon characters like a pikachu or a charmander or whatever and um you know just whatever is requested i just know that the velma thing was huge and and i already had the cosplay it's like as soon as halloween it's a lot of Velmas. right um she's the go-to i want to do raven from teen titans yeah and I would love to find too. I would love to have somebody dress up as Beast Boy. And I think that one that one would be one that would go down in history for sure too. Like this this Velma thing that I'm gonna do for Live Unicorns. That's actually what prompted it. I've actually had this Velma costume for three years and never used it. It was just sitting in my storage unit in in my box of costumes. Um I mean I could do other stuff too. Like I could put on some fairy wings, I could do like Angels Gone Bad. Like, I could do, be, like, an angel and then, like, sit down and then uh, I can do, like, the edit to where, like, I go from wearing all white to all black and it's, like, you know, devil wings instead of angel wings. Like, there's so many concepts that I've written down in my concept book. It's a matter of getting seats to go on camera and to act accordingly, you know what I mean? Um, because even using industry talent, it doesn't always translate well on film and... You know, that's just it's that's just me. Like I, I'm very picky about my face fitting content, and you and you you would think it'd be simple. Like you sit on the face and you're done, right? 
No, there's so many nuances to this kink that people don't understand. And like, I'll see it when they're producing new clips. Like I, I saw one today on my Twitter feed. It was like a girl, she was naked. She's like all new face thing clip. It was full nude. She's like, like grinding on the guy's face and shit. And that, you know, I guess that is kind of face sitting, but it's not the face sitting kink. And it's not what the audience wants to see. That's more on the porn side of face sitting, less on the fetish side. The fetish side, you're not going to grind that much on the face. I mean, you can. You can have, like, a little moment. And I have done it. I, I did that to Finney not long ago, actually. Um, dude, I fucked his ass up. I fucked his ass up. He learned that my breast mothers are actually worse than my face sitting. Because with face sitting, I can do, I can make it look on camera more painful than it is in person. But with breast smothering, I have to smother for real. So he, I fucked his ass up. And then butt drops on him too. So when that video releases, you're going to have a good laugh because his reaction, he forgot he agreed to it. He forgot that he agreed pre filming. I fucking slammed my ass down on his fucking chest. Uh, you can't do butt drops on the face. You can fucking kill somebody yeah. like that. Guys, do not. Well, I've broken a nose before, but it wasn't from yeah. doing that. It was from face hitting, but it wasn't from doing that. But what can happen is not just breaking the nose, but if you slam down on your ass, your tailbone, down on somebody's nose hard enough, yeah. it'll push their nose into their skull and kill them instantly. Yeah. But you, you don't want to risk doing something like that. You don't want to risk breaking their nose. And honestly, it fucking hurts. I've done light, like half butt drops on the face. And that nose going up your fucking ass crack fucking hurts. It's not fun for anybody involved. I don't want somebody's nose fucking trying to penetrate my butthole. That's not, I'm not into it. I wouldn't even do that with jeans on, honestly. And jeans face it is, by the way, very extreme. Uh, form of face too. Yeah, no, people are like, oh, it's, you know, you got clothes on. It's going to be, no, it's not fine. You're going to hate yourself in the morning. Um, I, and I've done jeans face sitting before. And that shit was like super extreme. I never released that footage because, um, it was during like my heaviest time. Like I was like 220 pounds and growing is during the pandemic. And now that, but I was talking about it with my fans. So they're like, wait, you were that heavy. You haven't really, they, they want the footage. And I'm like, I don't really want me looking like that on the internet. They're like, no, 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 we want it. We want the heavier you. And I'm like, Oh God, fine. Fine. I'll eventually edit it for you guys. Give one the day. people what they want. Give the people. I know it's so funny because like, you would think I'd be happy knowing that, like, I could get as heavy as I want and my fans are still going to fucking love me. They're actually going to love me more because if they can physically see that I'm heavier, it actually, like, they, they actually like it. Um, I'm, I'm back down to, like, my starting weight um, in this industry, which I haven't been in a very long time. I was in the 200 range for a while, and they fucking loved it. They fucking loved that I was gaining weight. All of my feeder subs were like, it's working! Food is working! And I'm like... Oh. I'm like, guys, I don't like having three chins. Like, fuck you. Um, so, but I still look big even at this weight. And, you know, I still have the ass and the thighs and stuff. So they're, they're still like, and I have no torso, which also helps because it kind of like accentuates the fact of how wide my hips are and how big my ass is and how big my boobs are. But because I have no torso, it just goes straight from tits to ass. Like there's no in between really um 
but yeah so the so i fucked finny up recently <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna get to see that um it's gonna be on like my twitter probably not instagram i'm not gonna get that shit taken down but probably twitter and reddit and it's gonna be on my of and stuff he'll probably post it on his page too um so the fans will be able to get to see like the little preview and then i'm gonna make the preview for it and then i'm gonna put the preview on my Pornhub channel for free so that they can you know they can kind of get a glimpse of him but it's funny because like when i slammed my ass down he forgot that he agreed to it and then you can just hear his instant reaction that shit was real that was not not that is finny in pain i love it though i love it though because I love it though because he lets me beat him up. He lets me throw dildos at him. He's such a great friend. Oh, and full disclaimer, <laughs> since I've been approached now probably by like 15 different people, I'm not dating Finney for the record. Sorry to <laughs> sorry to sorry to crush any wet dreams people had of me someday like doing boy girl with him or whatever, but like we're we're homies, we're just friends. And I just had somebody again. Man, right play. now, people are just. I know. I know they go. That know they just can't wait to see if that ever happens. Oh, but, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying I'm going to record it now, and then y'all will get 50 years by retirement. <laughs> by retirement. I actually, I actually did think of a project that I would do on camera because uh, Bros, uh, Chris from Browsers actually approached me, Exotica. And he was like, hey, yeah, you want to work on a project? Like, get some. I forgot to go back and talk to that man, but I'm sure there'll be other opportunities to do so because he he approached me in the elevator and then I forgot to go see him at the show because I was distracted. Um, But yeah, so I did think of a project that I would want to do on camera. I already know the performer I would want to do it with. It'd be like um, a cosplay, role play, boy, girl. And I would want it to go exactly the way I see it in my head, where I don't want to do it. <laughs> but like that's that's, but that's that's a project for a later date because I definitely want to have a few adjustments done to my physique to make my dream a reality. So maybe in a few years I'll do that, just once, just because I want to do it, and for no other reason than I can basically get paid to film my dream porno with me as my star. So. It's it's a completely it's selfish venture. It's, it's like this. If I'm going to fuck on camera, it's going to be my way. <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Because think about it. They're my not gonna, way. They're not going to miss out. Because I want to I have my teeth done. Because like I've got like hillbilly inbred teeth. And I'm really self-conscious about it. That's why I make my lips so big. So you can't see them. You'll never see me smile with my teeth throwing. Like ever. I hate this shit. I got Florida teeth for sure. And... Listen, don't laugh too hard at me. I'm aware of my own shortcomings or uneven. Hey, you talking to a guy that's missing two teeth, so I, I listen. I can't talk. I'm, so I can't talk. I just, I just want to have before I'm on like a porn set or anything. I would want to have my my teeth done, which I can get them done for like completely done. Never have to fuck with them again for five grand in Turkey. So that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. And uh, you know, I want to have preferably my facelift and my nose job done. That way I'll look more like the character I see in my head. But yeah, it's it's basically um I it, it's basically gonna roll like an anime or a hentai would, but like in real life, 
and it's going to be a similar concept to this manga I used to read, which was AI Love You, which was this guy who had like an AI girlfriend who came to life. But instead of like a regular AI girlfriend, I'm going to be a succubus. And yeah, no. So I, I have this project in my head that I will in a few years probably go ahead, go through with and like I'll pitch it to them and see if they're fucking game because I would want complete control of the direction of it too. So I'd want to be, I'd want to be the star of the show and the director. Say I want to do, I, I mean, I hey, do, hey, never wrong with I, that though. I, I want to do my own makeup. I'll bring the costume myself because I'm not going to have them do some half-ass Amazon bullshit for me. Like, no, I'm going to have the costume custom made because this is for me. I'm going to get paid to have somebody else professionally film it. I don't even give a shit if at that point people see my pussy or whatever on the internet because that's the only time they're going to see it. They're going to beg me for more. And I know I know, in doing that, it's going to set off the beacon and I'm going to get flooded with like, being like, hey, you want to film Boy Girl? I'm like, no, I'm going to just keep hurting their feelings. Because I'm like, no, I only did that because I wanted to. So, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I would tell you what's so funny. You might get so hot off that shit. The motherfuckers think that you shot more than one scene, but you just got hot off one scene. Listen, I'm just, I'm just gonna film this one because I already figured out. Because when they approached me, I was like, "Yeah, that would be the best company to film something like that with." And I would just, you know, I'm like, I would just go through with it. And it's so funny because, like, years ago, I had a friend, an industry friend. He's like, "You can't just start off at the top. You have to." You have to go through, you have to start off with like hand job scenes and blow job scenes and then work your way up and you have to get an agent to sign a third. I ain't got to do shit. I got to do shit. Just, no, you, actually, but... the way that you're doing it, um, what's her damn name? She was an Instagram girl. She was an Instagram influencer. Instagram girl. Damn, I can't think of her name. I wouldn't know her name. I don't know to me. Let's see if I can. But she did Naughty America and all that. Like she went straight big company. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing: is looking the way I look now, they wanted to work with me. So I know once I have more uh, enhancements and stuff, like once I fix the teeth, and because I'm I'm getting old, you know, I'm I'm starting to see jowls forms. I want the facelift for that and the cow eyes, Uh, cow k a o not k c o w. But like basically, I want. I want the fox eyes with the facelift and I want the nose done to make it look more like, you know, like an anime character and shit. So once, so I know if they're already wanting to work with me now that, you know, a few years in the future, once I've had all these adjustments done, they're definitely still going to want to work with me. People don't even believe I'm 30. Is They think I'm, you know, early twenties. Some people think I'm a fucking teenager. Um, I've never seen a teenager with tits like mine, but you know, I'm sure they're out there somewhere. In somebody's I mean, head. Uh, I remember looking at you always stand is. I think what it is. Because at my at, when I go to the park, you know, I get approached by like the dads and they're like, Oh, is that your little sister? And I'm like, No, this is my daughter. I'm a full grown adult. Just because I'm playing on the swings does not mean I'm a child. Out on the outside, at least. Like physically I'm aged. Mentally probably not so much. But and it's funny how they hit on me thinking I'm a teenager. And then immediately go into asking me out once they find out I'm a fucking adult. And I was like, that's <laughs> gross. Because, like, you guys just thought I was, like, 16. And now you're thinking, now that you know I'm not 16, you're, like, approaching me in a sexual manner. And now I now I feel like I need to call you. They said they, they said, now we don't feel bad looking at you. <laughs> 
I mean, give me, give me, you know, single dads. Because yeah, sometimes, like, like, even with me, I might be walking, I see, like, uh, uh, be- two beautiful chicks, what have you, and it's like, they, they, they got that look with, they could be grown, or they could be young. So I'm like, okay, I, I just hope that you're okay, 18. But- <laughs> I don't think 18 is even a magic number. And honestly, if they're a certain age, you probably don't want to fuck with people below 25 because, like, oh, their brain's not fully no. developed. We have nothing know? in common. Yeah, well, not just that, but their brain's not fully developed. You're still dealing yeah. with a child, really. 18's not yeah. a magic number. It's just a legal number. You can't even smoke at 18 anymore. Are you kidding me? Even the government's like, yeah, no, you're not grown enough to light a cigarette till you're 21. But you can still go <laughs> sign up for the military. You should go do that. Go, go. Go off and die somewhere. You know, it's like it's our our laws, our numbers and our laws don't make a hell of a lot of sense right now. And eighteen is not some magic number. But you're right; you can't tell seventeen from eighteen. But you should be able to tell the difference between a teenager and a thirty year old woman. Yeah, because I'm playing on the swings doesn't mean I'm a child. But I think part of it's because I'm fucking short. I'm only five four, and my kid is only like three inches smaller than me now. So like. I can see how they might be like, oh, that's like a babysitter or, you know, like a, a like an older sister or something. And I'm, I'm it's, it's it's fun to be in that era where people are like, oh, my gosh, is that your little sister? And I'm like, ah, thanks. No, but I'm the mom, you know, but nobody. And that that also kind of irritates me that nobody ever thinks that I'm a mom, because like if I'm with anybody, literally anybody. So like my friends, my sister, nobody thinks that the children are mine ever. Never, even when I'm in my mom clothes, I have specific downgraded target clothes for being approachable as a parent in public. And people still look for anybody in my posse that is not me and point the finger and be like, oh, are those your kids? <laughs> Nobody believes me. I think I need to have more children. That's what it is. I haven't had enough children to qualify. <laughs> you you know the sister. <laughs> I guess well I've invested money to retain my youth I don't I don't drink a lot I you know I'll have a glass of wine from time to time with dinner when I'm feeling it but alcohol doesn't do much but put me to sleep unless I have it's like it's like I can either have two drinks or 20 and there's nothing in between because uh, I have to get past like that two drink threshold so that I can get into like the fun part of drinking it's kind of like I can't only put my feet in the pool. I have to jump in, you know? So, and it's just, I'm a whole different person when I, I just have control issues. I don't drink. It gives me a headache the next day. And, you know, it just makes me yeah, feel I'm gross. I'm much for drinking myself. Now, I'm a yeah. smoker all day. But, I, well, I, I, I smoke weed socially and casually, but it's not something that I need. I don't do any kind of hard drugs or anything like that. Um, you know, and I'm not even against recreational use of certain things. But personally, for me, I don't do them, and it shows clearly because people in my age range are aging like milk, and I'm not. So something I'm doing, and it's not my diet because I would live off mac and cheese if people would let me, but they won't let me. Um, <laughs> so like, it's not my diet because I eat like shit. Because like, I'm either drowning like craft mac and cheese and hot sauce, or I'm eating pho. Like, <laughs> there's there's not much of an appetite. Well, and then Olive Garden sometimes. But, like, there's not much of an appetite in between that. You know, I eat like shit. I eat snacks all the time. I drink a fuck ton of Red Bull. So it's definitely not my diet keeping me young. So it's got to be the Botox and the lack of 
recreational drug use. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, sign. But no, it's it's like people don't like if you if you saw my Instagram and you didn't know me, would you think I'm 30? Do I look like a 30 year old woman who's had? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you don't. Do I look like I'm? When you told me you were 30, I was like, I was thinking 21, 22 maybe. Well, thanks for giving me at least a legal age of drinking, (laughs) if I wanted. I appreciate it. Um. But yeah, and can can you tell by looking at me that I've had like th- I've had three live births, so I've had three kids, and I might have some more. We'll see. Think no, about it. Me, it is it yeah you you bounce back well. <laughs> you bounce back well, you know. Period. See, you never had the experience someone telling you or asking where well, in my situation on the man's side, be my wife. Is that your father? <laughs> I oh, said. Are you older than your wife by a lot? No. Uh, she's older than me. Oh. She, she, she's older than me. Not way older, but she's well, older than me. But I, not I, his, but, but that's the good, though, right? Yeah, but my wifey, she, though she looks young, she don't look her age by any means. <laughs> that's like good. She, you know, and because, it, it, but even with me, like I used to love going to the fair and play mm-hmm. the game where they try to guess your age. I always win. <laughs> so, do you have like the salt and pepper thing where like you just look like a silver fox, you kind of mature, like it, gracefully? The beard is, is silver fox. The head is not it, starting to be salt and pepper, but not. It's more uh, pepper than salt. I want to know how the hell they always guess my age right, because I feel like they have like like listening shit in the crowd or something. Because they always guess my age right. I don't like that. I always won my. <laughs> they they guess my weight too. They guess my weight too. That's how I know there's some sort of trick going on. Because there's no way people do not look at me and see. Most people don't think that I weigh what I weigh. Like even when I was even when I was in the two hundred range, people then people thought I was like one fifty. So there's no they're doing something shady. There's no way, cause like you can't tell by looking at. But how much do you think I weigh right now? Looking at my current pictures, it's not a trap. You can say any number. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. About one, probably about one thirty. See. You're way off. You're way off. <laughs> um, I actually just recently lost more weight for no reason. Um, after Exotica, I came back five pounds lighter. I'm 170. See, is but see also because you're short. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault. See, it's because you're short. Cause see, cause, because see, because because you think. And you short with it. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I'm like a, like a like a snack size Snickers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. So, so, Snicker, so no one ever size. think. Yeah, because <laughs> no one would ever think that you in the 170 range. They would probably say 140, maybe 150. Hey, you know what? You know what? That makes it easier for me to date a guy that's taller than me because even the short guy's got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
heels and still stand next to a man who is under six foot tall. That's what that does for me. All right. It gives me more options. <laughs> she says she can get the spectrum. <laughs> I got more options. <laughs> I got five, more options than the next bitch. That's five, what that three to seven three. <laughs> Listen. I I won't lie though, when I see really tall men, like I like age regress and I'm uh, I'm like I I actually said this to uh do you know who King Louis is? King Louis. King Louis, he's he's a he's a male performer. He's like super tall. Um No, I think I've seen him. I might have seen him before. Yeah, you've you've seen him. He's he's got a ridiculously large dick. Like I don't even know how how girls fuck on that. That shit's huge. He's huge. Just like everything about him is huge. But he's a really cool guy. I've met him. Uh, I met him at a, a Miami Expos recently, and he's a cool dude. But instantly, the moment I saw him, I was like, "Mila wants upsies," and I was like, "Pick me up. <laughs> I want to see what it's like up there." And he did. He picked me up. I it was on it was on my Instagram for a minute, and it was on my Twitter before I got taken down. But like, I saw him and just instantly age regressed down to a five year old, and I was just like, "Mila wants upsies." <laughs> I can't help it. It's it's not even like a sexual attraction. It's just like ah, it's so you just have that looking like like big muscular <laughs> dudes who want to pick you up. I just want to be picked up. I want to <laughs> pick you back, right? I want to see what it, the world looks like up there. You know, I have to cook in heels. It's not funny, okay? Can't reach the cabinet. <laughs> she says she can't get heels to I'm reach the cabinet. I'm not even trying to be sexy. They're still <laughs> cooking nothing. I mean, if you had a boyfriend, he come and talk to a baby. You want a plate? No, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get this mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. I used to cook in the nude in heels, but then like I'd lean over and I'd burn my titty on the stove. So like I had to stop doing that. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm not even. It... <laughs> I did. Yeah, she she done compobulated me with that one. Right. How do I compobulate you? I would bend yeah, because, over because because it's kind of like on the back on the back burner, and when it, I did that, my tit would hit the pan, frying pan, and next it's thing so much you know, with that, having though. eggs, bacon, and titty for breakfast. Look, it's so much to unpack with that. Because one, <laughs> okay, first. You're a good looking woman, and you butt naked in heels. Okay, that's the, the good side of it. The other question is, okay, why was you put that in the kitchen cooking in heels? My body temperature is naturally high, and then it's hot in the kitchen while I'm cooking. And also, like, I like being naked. I just know I make more money. Oh, so this wasn't body. even a film or a fetish video. No, this was just me in my kitchen. Making bacon, eggs, and things. Let me Listen, tell you I'm- this. You, you, any man that marries you, He's getting a woman who's not born, and that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll still give him a headache though. No, that's part of that's the part of not being born. It's, it... <laughs> Listen, I don't even want to start talking about the husband subject because I'm a little bit sensitive to the fact that I'm not a wife yet. Oh my god, it's the the, the way that. That whole thing of women in the 30s and 40s, what have you, not being married, man, that's 
that, that's going to the wayside. Because to be honest with you, it's not even the age thing. I just I hate the dating process. I hate the figuring shit out part. I just want it to be like you know five six years from now. I've got another set of kids. I've got a house, and everything's like in its place and runs and functions the way it's supposed to. And then just you know, I just. Ugh, I don't want to have to go through the process to get to the point. I just want it to happen already. She said, I don't, I don't want to do the journey. I just, I just want to get the destination. I want to be at the destination. Just yes, like instant transmission, please. Instant transmission. <laughs> instant transmission. I just want to, I'm already there. Like, can, can we just get married first and then figure out if we like each other like they used to do see, back in see, the day? See, 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 you may have, you may have to go to on that show, you know, marry the first. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? Like, if you can have love at first sight, why can't you have marriage at first sight? I don't understand why I have to fucking sit through this process. It's excruciatingly boring and painfully long, and I don't like going through the fucking roller coaster I just want it to already be fucking in place already like why I don't understand like if you already like somebody and you have fucking good sex together you can figure out the rest later I would look damn you saw that white dress I look good in white I look good in white yeah I was just thinking about that white dress today. you think about exactly exactly I would look good and white. I would look good with a ring on my finger. I don't own any jewelry. You could be the first person to give me jewelry. I've never... Listen. I don't... I Listen. I'm very sensitive about not being a wife right now. <laughs> I, I feel some type of way about that right now. <laughs> I do. I do. And it's funny because when I go to Vegas, you know, like if you're looking good in a casino in Vegas, you get ID because they're trying to figure out if you're a fucking escort or not i go off every fucking time i make a fucking big deal about it i was like no i want to know why you look at me you see a hoe and not a housewife i want to know because i'm sensitive about this yeah I want we talked about this the last time I, oh, i'm still sensitive about it i don't like that people don't look at me people no, already look at me going, i'm gonna tell you how your situation gonna happen listen it's when you ain't looking it's it's, it's, it's gonna pop up because it's, it's, it's no comment because that's how it happens it's just like yes I know it always happens to you when you least expect it and that's why you're supposed to run away from it because you know it's going to be very long and painful because nobody ever just skips to the ending like you have the book right in front of you there's nothing keeping you from just reading the last chapter and being like alright that's how it ends cool I don't know who the fuck all these other characters are, but like I know that the main characters made it out safe. That's like why the fuck do I need to know the rest of the book? I just don't understand why people can't read the book from you know the back cover to the front cover sometimes. I think back in the day we had it figured out. Marriage first, figure it out later. See, see, see. Cause I don't like the process. It's long and it's drawn out, and I just want to wake up to the same per like I've always been like that since I was a little girl. I'm and, and I know in people in my she position. She want a man sharing candidate. I want a what? Man sharing candidate. <laughs> I don't know. I, what are you saying? What? No, no, I meant uh God, I might be saying it wrong. The man sharing candidate is is a movie where uh, president had a clone type shit. Okay. And he just does whatever Whoever was a master says, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
that, that's the type of situation. Or or if people remember Stratford wives, what the men wanted Stratford wives to be. And to a certain extent, it, <laughs> that's how you get to the ending. You need the Stratford husband. You love me, fucker. Yes, I love you. Yes, I love you. Listen, you marry I, me and give you kids. Yes, I will marry you and give you kids and great sex. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have, listen, if you already established like a, a mental, emotional connection and you have a strong sexual connection, those are the big three things, right? Those are everything else to me is small. Once you have that, especially the mental connection, because that's the one you have to get with me first. You get to the mental, I'm going to dive into the emotional. And then if the physical is like where it needs to be or isn't far from it, like, I just, I don't understand why I have to not be married at that point. It is, it physically but even, but even once you're married, is the key to, to the marriage working is adjust each other's changes. The key is what? Adjusting to each other's changes. Oh, yeah, no, of course. It's, it's like a tide. There's going to be pushes and pulls. Yeah. There's going to be. Uh, uh, you know adjustments and like things but that's how you learn like that's why people have adapted the practice of living with each other before getting married so that you don't fucking have this beautiful honeymoon and then you come home and you feel find out that you don't like the way they flush the toilet or some bullshit that's gonna irritate you, you know what I mean he breathes he breathes yeah exactly how dare you <laughs> Like, I don't like the way you chew. I don't like, you know, it's, but see, like, to me, like, that's, to me, that's not, that's not love anyways, because when you're in love with somebody, you're going to be looking at somebody like, oh, the way she sneezes. So cute. (laughs) You know, you're going to like, you're going to like the dumbest shit about them. It's like, you be looking at her like, you be looking at her, right? Like, I know with me, like, when I look at my wife, we, she be talking, just be like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, because you just start staring uh, at them. You get starry-eyed just, watching them do the, Like, you watch them, you know, it's like, it's, to me, when you get to that point of affection with somebody, you constantly fall in love with them over and over and over again. Because those, yeah, those adaptations, they're not going to be the irritants you hear about they're not, you'd be like, oh, he chews with his mouth open. Ah. You're going to watch him eat that shit like a fucking horse. And you'd be like, oh my God, that's so hot. And every, like, everyone else in the room should be like, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, it's like you, you see them trip and fall and hurt themselves. And you're just gonna be like, eh, that's so cute. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just everything they do because it's kind of like the rose colored glasses never come off. To me, that's what like being in love is. It's yeah. what that's what those strong emotions are. It's just like you see the person and you lock eyes and then you both just start grinning like fucking idiots. It's this kind of shit that grosses everybody else out because they're miserable and they want you to be miserable too. So they're looking at you like <laughs> you're fucking weird and gross. But you're in your yeah, own little fucking time, world. Every time you get somebody to go get relationship advice, it's <laughs> well, see, that's, that's divorced that's or that's nobody else. Nobody else, nobody else's opinions belong in your fucking relationship. It's a relationship, not a community project. That's why I think it's, I think it's actually a good idea to keep things like private, you know, not, not a secret, but like private for a very long time. 
like don't ask, don't tell kind of situation because you want to build up that solid foundation. And that shit pisses me off too because I don't want to have to fucking act a certain way in front of I want to live my life like nobody's watching me. So that part, that again, that part of the process pisses me off. I don't want to have to do it. I want to skip to the part where everybody can know. I want to be so solid from the beginning that I know nothing's going to get in the way. I know no matter what like fucking throws at me, I'll fucking throw it back. Over there, you know, so that's that's why I'm a bit sensitive about the fact that I'm not married. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a. I should have been married twice by now, honestly. Like I should have had like. Say married, divorced, married again. No, I'm just well. No, like I I should have been divorced twice by now. I should and on my way to my third marriage, lucky number three, right? Because I should have two husbands in the ground and one above. So, you know. I should just be a wealthy heiress at this point, and I, I fucked up. <laughs> Wait a second. You, you ain't trying to be also Elizabeth Taylor. I'm just saying that I could have easily been married to two dying rich men by now and been on my way to actually finding the husband that I actually want but have, like, a whole fucking bunch of money. I should have just done it like that. But I went straight out the gate, 18 years old. I was like, no, I want to find love first and then he can die and then I'll marry somebody old. I did it in reverse. And like, that's why your brain's not fully developing until you're 25. Because 25 year old me would have been like, no, you should have done the fucking money thing first, bitch. He's already dead. <laughs> that's why I just don't feel like 18 is a magic number. Because now I don't have any husbands dead yet. I don't have any live husbands. I'm just negative husbands right now. And it makes me mad. It keeps me up. It's a thought that circulates in my head at three in the morning. It's like, bitch, you're so popular online. You got all these guys who worship and adore you. And at the end of the day, you don't have, you don't, you've never had even one husband. You haven't collected a single husband. Not a single one. I don't even collect boyfriends. Because I hate the boyfriend stage. I'm 30. You know what it's like saying that you have a boyfriend at 30? <laughs> it makes it sound like we're eating Lunchables still. <laughs> Gross. Like, I'm either a wife in training or I'm nothing. I'm not I'm not going to be nobody's girlfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah, I ain't going for it. Yeah, I, that's one thing I say I like, man, though. I can... Like, me and my wife didn't make it. Ain't no way how I could get in a relationship. It would be just straight fuck buddies. That's, that's it. That's it. Ow. No, I don't want no. That's no. insane. But see, what what was it like for you? Like, before you got to the marriage process? Because you got, you got paperwork and shit, right? Like, it's like a real authentic marriage. You're not just like them people on Facebook that are fronting. Like, oh my gosh, this is my husband. Bitch, you knew him for two days. He's not even your friend oh, yet. Oh, no. We is... is basically common law. Oh. Common law. Oh, so you're you're fraudulent. (laughs) Lying to me? We we married, we just ain't made it illegal. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Listen, I I lived almost the first decade of my adult life with a man who is the father of my children, and I mm -hmm. still am so happy that even though, yes, it's basically common law, that we were never actually married. Do you know how fucking riveting it is to say that that man was never my husband? Listen, no, you have to have a... Why don't you have the paperwork yet? You're fraudulent. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like this fraudulence. 
I feel like you've been talking about this wife this whole time. I don't like the fact that she ain't never been in that white dress. But that's good because if you have a ceremony, I can come now. Yes. I'll help and you. And you will be definitely invited. You definitely be invited okay. to the ceremony. Can I be the flower girl? Or can I like hold up the dress or something? I wanna be involved. I wanna be involved. Oh, can I play See? security? Can I be a security? I'll dress up as like <laughs> I'll dress up as Melina from Mortal Kombat and I'll be security. Oh, but if you don't want to come in, I'll fucking just kill him. Oh my god. Oh, you got no VT. <laughs> uh, it makes you want to get married now, right? Like for reals. Oh no, no, that, that's going down. Um because that means that's something that we have talked about. But- but, but did it, I'm saying in the courtship stage, wasn't that frustrating? <clears throat> I don't think it was much of a courtship stage, to be honest with you, because I think the day it became official when she said there would be only one Miss Lucas, and she sipped her drink and said, ooh, this thing's strong. And that, that, that that's when it started. Are you talking metaphorically, or was she actually drinking something? No, she was actually drinking something. No, she actually oh. took a sip of a drink. No, okay, I didn't know if that was like a metaphor for she took a <laughs> sip see, of the drink. reason why I, that made me say, which I already was in love with anyway, but what but made like, me say. Like in the very beginning, you, like was it like love at first sight? Was there a courtship stage? I want to know how you got the fruit of the process, because you're already calling her your wife, which is great practice, but I want to see some paperwork, sir. I don't like this. I don't like this calling each other husbands and wives, and you don't have the court paperwork. No, I want you to know that it's going to be a pain in the ass to divorce me. A fucking pain. You're getting that paperwork done. I want the paperwork. I want the ring. I want the fucking dress. I want the whole thing. And at this point, it's just going to be a bunch of fuck cam cam girls and porn stars and fetish models at my wedding. But I want it all. Okay. I've been dreaming about this since I was five years old. Okay. It's happening. It's either going to happen or it's not going to no, happen. I mean, no, no, understand. I want to. I'm not going to be 40, so I, I want to walk the aisle. I want to. Yes, you will see Bob cry at that moment. You Good. will see emotion. You know what I'm Good. saying? No, fuck that. I want to give the, the vibes and all that shit. I mean, I don't, I mean I don't because. Like, I don't like that they have to hold back. I love when a man. And it's funny because people clock me on this, but I like when a man can be emo, uh, be vulnerable. At least with his significant other. I don't like this whole big boys don't cry bullshit. No, oh, men no, have I... to cry and have emotion too. So the fact that you love your your future wife, your wife who's not your wife, who's going to be your wife, you're, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that you love her so much that you know you're going to be emotional on your wedding day, I think that's fucking beautiful. That's yeah. that's funny. Like that's like all the colors of the universe in one. I think it's beautiful. I'm going to see you cry, and I'm going to enjoy every moment, and then I'm going to cry, and then I'm going to think about Mufasa dying, and then I'm going to cry some more. Because that's just what happened. I, I cannot wait for me and you to be in the same room, because it's going to be comedy. So, girl, <laughs> tell everybody where they can spend money on you. I done had you on this thing for almost going over two hours. I know. 
So we could we could have waited three hours. We could wait four hours. I love we, talking to him. But go ahead and tell everybody we spend money. We, we could stay on here. We'll, we'll we'll get on next month too. Oh, um, yeah. you can find me. Uh, the spelling is Mila Romanoff. M I L A H underscore Romanoff. R O M a n o v on instagram from there you can find my link tree i'm on reddit under mila romanoff you can google my name mila romanoff unfortunately my twitter was disabled i have a a new janky one that i started i say it's janky because like it's janky it's janky it's got under a thousand followers but it really is me behind that account and that is uh it, it's going to say God is Calipagian or I am Calipagian. I don't even know my own Twitter. It's in the link tree, you guys. Just Google my name. You'll find me eventually. I'm over social media. Can you tell? Like, I don't care. Uh, don't feel bad. I, I feel the same damn way. I swear. I swear. You, guys, you guys can always find me on OnlyFans slash Mila Romanoff. It is literally Googling my name will take you where you need to be. That's all you need to do is spell it right. That's spell all. it right and Google it and spend some money. There's even there's even YouTube videos of me, man. Like you can find me everywhere. I have a Pornhub account. I have a Reddit. I have a Twitter. I have a you know an Instagram. I have I've been featured in YouTube videos, um, uh, podcasts, interviews, radio stations. Like I'm everywhere. If you cannot find I, I, me, I'm just saying you, you need to think about doing a podcast because. I know a lot of people. A lot of people might hear that, and me being a podcaster and learning the game and being a student of the game and seeing what works. Yeah, I, I can see. I see you. You have a popular podcast because you are just you. You're entertaining as fuck. Listen, nobody wants to hear me talk for that long. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, take, you gotta take me like medication. You gotta have doses. The dose of Mila. You can't just have all of Mila all the time. My whole brand is scarcity marketing. Like, like I I hold my fucking content for ransom sometimes. Oh my god. So next time, y'all, she will be in the premium smoke room. We're gonna do another video so we can see the pretty eyes. And whatever sexy outfit that she's going to have on, just go around. Because if you haven't seen the white one, you need to subscribe and check out her premium smoke room episode. The video oh, is fine. only on Spotify, but you can subscribe through Anchor. And don't so, forget to leave a comment about how good I look in white. Maybe somebody will get the hint one day. See, and I, and I better get an invite, too, when that happens. Of course. The whole industry is going to be there. It's going to be like a miniature convention. It's going to be a lot of dudes crying <laughs> in the aisles. <laughs> I think I got a chance. <laughs> they never had a chance anyways. I already made up my mind. Oh my God. So with that being said, people, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, everyone. Thank you. I love talking to you, yo. Did you stop the recording yet? Yeah, actually.
Yeah. It says it's still recording. Hey, stop recording. It's just it's just showing the time for the uh for the call. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, there we went another two hours. I knew it was gonna go two hours. We haven't talked in so long. You know, men are so visual too. Like if you're just doing like a lot of yeah. Yeah. you know, they, they just love it and, and it's on their their mind. Like, you know, like the bright light. Every time I move away from it, you see the light. And I was like,